Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Controversial Beach Boys album, Carl and the Passion's So Tough. Controversial in that everyone hates it, but they're wrong. They're wrong to hate it. It's a masterpiece. So, who spent um, some time this evening in the back of a police car nearly being arrested? Me. Me. That's where I've been. Not proud. Not proud, but I was in... I was in... <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm ashamed. I was involved in an incident, and the police were called. Road rage, innit? I was involved in a road rage incident and police were called and I was being viewed as the guilty party. I did lose my temper. It's, it's been a really... Oh, sorry? Beg your pardon, that was my coffee, everyone. I'm glad it was your mouth. We'll take calls straight to air tonight. 
Um, but Jesus, what a night. <laughs> what a night. I wasn't going to talk about it because I'm so ashamed. So ashamed, and also it'll get in the papers. Put it in the papers. Who gives a toss, you lazy journo gets? I'll give, I'll give you the story. I was, it was in Kath's car, and in this street where we always park, and, and I, I, I was, there's like a turning, right, behind the car a bit, and I could see there was a van there. So I opened the door because there was plenty of time, and this van came firing around the corner really fast and nearly hit the car door, but didn't. Nearly. And, um, he went ballistic. Yeah. He went ballistic through the window. And I'm in the car. And he's going, you effing idiot, what are you doing effing? you not seen me coming? I went, dude, what are you talking about? You were around the corner when, when I opened. I saw you. You were around the corner. You didn't see me. You, you absolutely, people like you get on my effing nerves. Wow. So then I, then I got out of the car. That was, my, that was my first of many, 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 many mistakes. I'm not saying this with pride. Well, here's the thing. There's you no were, pride in this. It's shame. You were halfway out of the car anyway. I was, I was getting out. Yeah. So then I went, and he's really angry, this guy. So then I started doing the shit that I do here. And I'm going, dude, why are you so angry, man? Why are you so angry? And he's really, it's, it's not working. <laughs> it's not working. My magic is not working. And he's going, you're effing idiot. You're a you, but just stop showing off to your girlfriend. You. And I said, mate, I've got taste. Well, that is not... No, you didn't say that. I didn't say that. And I was... And for, so for about the first minute... Is I'm, that what he said? Stop yeah. showing off? He kept saying, stop showing off to your girlfriend. Wow. So for the first minute... And I, I do not tell this story with pride, braggadocio, machismo, nothing. I've, I have nothing but shame about what happened. And um, so for like two minutes, I'm going, dude, come on, man. What is wrong? Why? What has happened to you today? To be so angry. Just calm down, man. And then... <laughs> and then I don't really know what happened. Then I think he may have called me a C. And then someone's walking past me. You're not allowed to park there. And then I kind of... Uh, then I disappeared. And I went, you are allowed to park there, you prick. It's half, half past six. So that. And then the guy was getting more aggressive than me. And I just went... I just went... And then he started getting out of the van. Well, At which point I thought, right. Well, he. I he mean, opened the door. I'm, not, to give, get I'm out. not giving all of it away what happened because I don't want all of this to get in the papers. But we, we were then shouting at each other very aggressively through the van. And we're both. The C word is being thrown around. Ken, you phone up as much as you want. You're never getting on my radio show again. You're a nasty piece of work. Um, so stop phoning. Um. So we're the F and the C, F and C, F and C, F and C. Then he said something violent to me. This is how I remember it. He said, he made a, a, a threat of violence to me. And so I said, <laughs> I'll smash your F and face in. What? I've not said anything like that since I was 12. I'll smash your F in face in. He made the threat of violence to me first. And I'm going, and at that point, of course, I should have said, okay, I'm out of here. But suddenly something just went. I smashed your effing face in. Um, then he tried to get out, and I pushed the door shut. And then he tried to get out again. And then I, then I'm, at this point, I'm insane. I got in the middle at this point, And the, then he said I was being aggressive. Look, 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 this hadn't happened. Oh, at this after point, the I fact, got insane. Then, then, I get, then I got my phone out. I said, right, I'm calling, I'm calling the police. Right. 
I'm calling the police, 999. I'm 999 in this. So then I've dialed 999 and I find myself going, yeah, please. I'm like, what is going on? And uh, I don't know, you came out at some point, then this guy came over at some point. This guy came over and he's going, I've seen everything that's happened. You need to calm down. To me, I'm going, dude, he started it. All I heard was you threatening to punch him in the face. I'm thinking, oh, no. I can shout louder than the guy in the van. And I'm going, mate, he started the threats of violence. I didn't hear that. All I heard was you threatening him and you need to calm down. And I'm, and, and then a woman came over who was great. And she said, look, I, I only heard what you said. I didn't hear him threaten you. I'm thinking, oh, no. No, and she, no. And she quite rightly said, she said, this is ridiculous. And yeah. someone, someone could get hurt from, from this. Let's all calm so down. So I've got 999 on. And but I'm, and I'm, the, the guy that was trying to sort of calm it down ended up accelerating things. He was going, it worse. He was, he was, he <laughs> he was telling go, you to calm down. He started on me. And, I, and you I, were calm. I was calm. And he did the calm down hand and told me to calm down, which never works with a woman when she is actually angry. So a woman who is calm being told to calm down with the hand. Listen, they were concerned citizens. They were yeah. concerned citizens and they were doing... The, they were concerned citizens. You can't... I can't knock them for that. I, I, I was very... And I was very agitated. This guy was very agitated. I was very upset that they had not heard it. And, and I get it. You see a tall guy, big guy, shouting into a van. That's all you get. I get it. That's all they saw. That's all they heard. I get mm. it. That's what witnesses are. That's what witnesses are. They get, they see that. And they didn't hear the guy. So then suddenly, the guy, when they came, the guy then starts milking it. And suddenly goes very passive. Goes, yeah, this guy's been threatening me, and he's I'm thinking, he said I've been aggressive to him. <laughs> Can't imagine you being aggressive. And then, so then I then I hung up on nine nine nine. I'm thinking, suddenly I'm starting to come around. I'm thinking, what are you doing? This is insane. Well, well this is the thing. We're standing there waiting for the police. I went, has anyone actually called the police? Well, I, and I'm thinking, this is insane. And the guy said he'd phone the police. So then I went and sat in Kath's car and I just burst into tears. Because I've got no idea. This is so going to get in the papers. I'm so in trouble with uh, my, my ex. Uh, this is, and that bit will get in the papers. Bollocks. Don't say anymore. So then I'm sat in the car and I'm just bursting into tears. I've had such a terrible, terrible day in terms of, like, anxiety and depression and fear. Really worried about money. Really worried. And I'm now being very cautious and only saying what I would, would be not happy with, comfortable with being in a paper, because they'll, they'll print this. Don't put this in the podcast, because that's how they get the stories. They of course I won't. The podcast. They, don't, they don't listen to the radio show. Scumbags. And so then I'm in the car in tears, just like, just in floods of tears going, I don't know what's happening to me. I don't know what's happening to me. And then after about 15, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, the police turn up, the police turn up, and you, I've never been in trouble with the police. I've never been in trouble with the police. And the policeman knocks on the window and I just start crying even more and I'm going, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened. I'm so sorry. He was great. He said, all right, and he had a little chat with you. He said, right, I'm going to go and chat to my colleague. And then I heard the witnesses saying what they heard. And I got angry. I'm angry, but they're just doing their job as concerned citizens. I can't be angry. And they did only hear one half of it. They only heard one half of it, because my lesson, note to self, you're too good at shouting. Because they didn't hear the other guy who started it. 
who started it, but I got out of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah no but you one, were getting out of the car, that's the point. No one did, no one comes out of this well. Uh, me and this bloke. Um, and I'm just thinking, oh my God, I'm, I'm gonna get arrested. I'm gonna get arrested. I'm gonna get arrested. Because I pushed the door shut. That's aggression. Yeah, but it was to stop him getting out. <laughs> you can't do that. You're not allowed to do that. Yeah, but he was threatening you. You're not allowed to do that, though. Um, so then the police took me in the back of their car, and I'm thinking, oh, no, 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 no. This is, this is where, um, this is where I get shot, and then they say that I had a gun, <laughs> and they plant a gun on me. I've seen it, and then I thought, oh no, oh no, I'm I'm a white guy. I'm not. I'm, I'm you know, I stand a better chance than some. Um, that's satire, guys. That's satire. So then I got in the back. They recognised me, and I had to give them, you know, my details and stuff like that. And they said, uh, "You've been arrested before." And I said, "No." And I'm in tears because I'm just not. I'm in tears for so many reasons. One, because I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed. Um, one because I, I, I just I just don't know what's happened. I just do not know. It's like I've woken up from a blackout almost. Because it went from naught to mental within two seconds. You were getting out of a car, and then all of a sudden you're involved in this row. And I'm just going. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And they said, "What happened?" And I told them my side of the story. And I said, "Look, the, the guy was threatening me and was shouting at me, but they didn't hear that." They didn't hear that, and I know how that looks. And he said, yeah, it looks terrible for you. It looks terrible because we've got two witnesses that say you threatened and were shouting at a guy that was doing nothing. And I said, that's not what happened. And they said, we believe you, but you've got to understand how it looks to us. We've got mm. two witnesses saying this. And he said, um, we could charge you with this and we could take you to the station. He said, we don't want to do that because it's, you don't need that, we don't need that. But I have to go and check to see if he wants to press charges. And this guy was, you know, was, was not happy and I think he's going to do it. He's going to do it for spite. And the guy went off and then he came back and he said, he said, it's, you, you're okay. But we have to have a chat with you and just remind you that you can't act like that. And I'm going, I know, I know, I don't know. And I said, I'm having the worst day. And he said, what's going on? And I, I explained. And they were both in actually very similar situations <laughs> to me. <laughs> and they said, we get it, we get it. But you can't. And I said, I know. I know. I said, I've never. I've never done anything like this before. And then, then they let me go. And I just stood in the street sobbing. Now, I wasn't going to tell this story because um, it makes me look really, really bad. It makes me look really, really bad. And if it does get in the papers, it's a shit story that's going to look really, really bad. But this show is is honesty. What happened is certainly going to influence the flavour of the show tonight. I might be a bit more subdued or, or whatever. I'm so ashamed. So ashamed. And... Um, This, this makes a great point. This make, this text makes a great point. You and the van driver should have just had a right tear up, a straightener there in the street. Yeah. Kath could have held your coat and shouted encouragement, go on Ian, smash his face in. Now that is an idea. <laughs> Thank you, 7262. That is an idea. You're assuming that I wouldn't have been able to sort it out by myself. 
It was my door. Um, nearly took off. I wasn't going to talk about it, but I've kind of felt I have to, for my own sake, I have to acknowledge that I did something, or I went to a place that I have never been to. I've never been to. I've, I've lost my temper in the past, and I used to have a bit of a temper. I used to have a real temper. But never to the point... Uh, I, I don't need to say everything, because, you know, but this was this was a first, and God willing, it's, a, it's the last. I'm hoping that this is, in terms of mood and anxiety and stuff, this is my rock bottom. I would say this is a rock bottom. Um, it's a real indicator to me that taking Friday nights off is totally, totally the best thing to do. I was really considering it today as I was doing maths. But this is like, man, I'm not in a great... I'm not in a great space. I need to get to more meetings. I need to speak to my sponsor about this. I need to... Uh, I need to meditate more. I need, I need to learn what I can from this. I really wanted to go and apologise to the driver as well. When I was sat in the car sobbing, I wanted to go to apologise to, to him, but I was aware that that would, could, would probably have made things worse. That would probably have made things worse, I think, because he was so agitated well, that me also, approaching him... he was extremely aggressive. Oh, he was, he was very... Um, yes, he was. He was very aggressive. He was very threatening. Um, he was thoroughly unpleasant. But who knows what would happen to him today? Who knows? Who knows what would happen to him today? You know, and I'm really trying to be that guy. Who knows what would happen to him? Which is what I was trying to ascertain when it started. Can't be responsible for other people's no. behaviour. We're all responsible for our own. And I behave terribly. I behave terribly. I behave terribly. Uh, being spoken to in the way that he did hit something. Hit something that I didn't quite know was lurking there. And I've had an, you know, you guys know, I was off last week and, and, and I've had a, you know, you know, I'm not well. But I'm sort of all right. I'm not as ill as I, I'm not that ill. I'm not that ill that that is um, a thing. So that is a one-off. Um, I, you know, these people aren't listening, but I apologise to the driver. I thank those two people that, that came along and acted, acted as concerned citizens. Um, I, I, I think the young woman was excellent, excellent at de-escalating the situation. I, I think that, that that gentleman hopefully has learnt a few things from her. I think he was enjoying himself a bit. I think he, the, the, the gentleman witness may have been, but... I, hopefully he's learned something, because she was great. Um, I feel like I've let you, dear listener, down. I feel like I've let you down, because I come on every night, and I'm, you know, the be kinder guy. Be kinder, um, you know, everyone needs to get on, the, the peace and love hippie guy. And I'm there ready to lamp this bloke. Yeah, but you didn't. No, I didn't, but when he was had his back turned, I... I blew a poison dart into his neck that would take 12 hours. <laughs> um, so I feel, I feel I owe you an apology, dear listener. I certainly owe you an apology, no. Catherine. I do, because it was in front of you and it was, uh, 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 it was, it was totally inappropriate. It was totally inappropriate behaviour. But yeah, I'm really sorry to you, dear listener, that I'm not, I'm human, man. I'm human. I'm not the person that everybody thinks I am that's like, hey, cool, yeah, let's just go to 12-step meetings, man, and give up booze. I, 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 it, there's a lot more to it than that. I, I am perfectly imperfect. I am complicated. And um, I'm really sorry. I feel that I've let everybody down. So we 
um, begin again, begin again. We, uh, I have to learn from that and I have to meditate on that and I have to accept that that was something that I did and it was lousy, it was lousy. And I really want to cry about it and I will do when I get home. I've got a blinding headache and I've got to make sure I don't, that, that is a one-off. This is a canary in a coal mine moment. That yeah. just shows that it, you're juggling a lot of stuff at the moment. Well, you know what's going on yeah. and I'm not going to talk about what's going on. Um, but you know what's going yeah. on, and today has been a particularly uh, stressful day. I mean, it's, you're right, it is also three days after the anniversary of that car. That, that yeah. I can't even talk about it. I stammer when I talk about that flipping... And this was a car thing again. I don't think that's a coincidence. It... I can't even think about that bloody cr uh, crash. I can't even think about it, because I just see it again. Um, and it upsets me too much. But, um, yeah, so... That's I'm it, sorry. and it was someone coming out too fast, not taking any notice, yeah. and also getting aggressive about Let's it. Let's not talk about cars. Let's not talk about cars! Well, there, we, there it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> I can't talk about that thing, because I just see the fella lying on the road. Right, so, we're going to have a break. Then when we come back, we're going to take calls straight to air. Seven, 14 second delay, don't swear, don't be libelous. Kath and I are just going to chat, you're going to lead the conversation. 0344-499-1000, dear listener, this is Talk Radio. <laughs> Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We're going to take calls straight to air. I can already... Well, I don't know which one this is. Here's the thing, right? If, if I cut you off, I cut you off. I just don't know which one this is. Hello, line four? Hello. Yeah, we go. There you go. So I'm going to cut you off. I, and and you, that's that. <laughs> uh, Ken, hang up. You're not getting on my show ever again. It's never, ever... Again, are you coming on my show? Let's go to line one. Good evening, line one. Alexa, off. There we go. What? So, is, that how we, is, that we, is that how we start phone calls in 2020? Here's my theory. Yes. The way people talk to their robots is how they would talk to the help if they had it. And he was rude. That attitude. <laughs> he was rude. You were rude. <laughs> you said that the last time as well. It's Captain true. You should hear how my kids talk to our Alexa. Honestly, terrible. Oh, I don't, <laughs> I don't know I'm going to follow that opening, but... You're going to follow it with your disgusting, sexual, perverted food habits, you dirty, dirty man. <laughs> Actually, it's not me. He's phoning up. Roger is phoning up. I've, I've seen this unfold online. He is phoning up, Catherine, because he thinks that you, as a fellow northerner, will support him in his perversion, right? And I don't think you will. Come oh, on, Roger. Okay. Me. Naming no names, I won't, I won't use the usual name he, he calls it under. Uh, I will call him Oliver. Okay, thank you. So, Oliver has been pestering me to try this because he has found, he's, he's read about it and he just thinks, it's just like, it's oh, everybody in the north, it's just the same. So it's a, uh, you have a pie in a bread cake. You dirty and get. I've never heard of it. Chat, <laughs> Roger, you had one the other night. Roger had a... Uh, when he says a bread cake, he means a bun, right? Do you mean a bun cake? Yeah, yeah bun cake. A bun. A bap. So a bun. A, bap, a always, bun. A roll. Yeah. What, you, what you people call a roll. Now, would it, be a, would it be a crusty roll or soft roll? I reckon you... Soft, innit? Oh, by the way, can I just yeah, stop I've you? Everyone's, everyone's... I've not had um, thick slices of cheese in a crusty roll for many a year. Sort it out, mate. Now, so now we're leaving uh, Europe, exactly what I'm going to do. Um... No, but pies in a roll. Why would you? That's disgusting. It's like we're having I don't sex know. with a Johnny. It, it was all right. You did it. It was. 
I did it. I did it. I did it this evening. But a pie's already in its own packaging. Why are you putting more packaging yeah, on it? I know, but <laughs> you're killing the environment. And by that, I mean but your bowels. Yeah, well, it's to shut Ollie up. To be quite honest, oh, yeah. have, you, have you used his name? You've used his real name. We have to. We have to end the call there because that that um, uh, young woman is not here to defend herself. Let's go to line four. Four, you're on the wireless. No, you're too slow. You've got to be quicker. Oh, silencio. Uh, Ken, you're not getting on, mate. And I know you're not listening to the radio. <laughs> you just don't listen. Here, let me help you by cutting you off. Let's go to line one. Good evening, line one. Good evening, Ian. You told that story so well. It, it's. Uh, I think you should send the transcript of, of it to, to the newspapers. No, I don't want to send the transcript to the newspapers. I don't want it in the newspapers. Yeah, but you've had your say about it. You've told the story. Yeah, on my radio show, which is where I'm comfortable it being. I don't want it chopped about and important nuances and phrasings cut out. And that's why I was chose. I, on he, here's the thing, right? I was watching the Matthew Wright clip when I was on his show. The I watched it for the first time. And here's the he, and he's saying, well, how can you, you your um, mental health and your divorce be private if you talk about it on the radio? And he, here's the thing: if I talk about it here, I can. Um, I'm in control of everything. I'm in control of the words that I use. If I say something wrong, I can instantly retract it and replace it. The intonation, the pauses, the kind of heavy audio winks that you can hear, the tongue in the cheek, that everything, I'm in control of everything. Now, a newspaper gets that, which they might do, and, 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 and if they do, they do. A newspaper gets that. They cut out all of the nuance, all of the subtlety. Ian Lee in road rage incident questioned by police. Boom. There you go. Ian Lee questioned by police after road rage incident. There you go. Uh, hey, that's what you got. So, no, I'm, I'm happy. Uh, My medium is, is audio. Yes, but you could lose it on air as well. It's, it's, You're absolutely right, but I, 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 I don't. But you could. I could, but that's not connected to what we're talking about. Well, it is in my mind. Of course it is. I, I, <laughs> as you know, I, I, I believe we're all being remotely controlled. Yes. And we're not responsible for our actions. Yes. And, and I... I uh. That's how I regard your story. You weren't responsible for what okay. you did. Okay, well, here's the thing. I regard my story completely differently. I was responsible for my actions. Yeah, but I, 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 not in my mind. No, but in, but your mind is irrelevant actually in this incident. In my mind, which is which is relevant, I am responsible for what I said and did. Yes, but, but, but as I say, in, in your mind, mind, you're not. But your mind is irrelevant to this story to me. But what I'm saying might be the truth to you. Well, it might be, but it's irrelevant because what I... It, it happened to me. It's my story. It's my incident. It's my shame. It's my mental health. It's my whatever, right? And in my mind, my opinion, the person, to, one of the people to whom it happened, I am responsible for what I said and did. You can believe whatever you want, and that's fine, but that's irrelevant to me. Okay. Can I ask you a question, George? I'm really interested in this philosophy. Yeah. So, do you never apologise for things you may do? I I haven't had anything to apologise no, for, for for a long time. Because you don't take responsibility for your actions, because it's all someone else doing it. Is that right? Yes. I, I'm. A, nobody knows where their thoughts come from. It's. It's. An, I, I was made aware. 
back in 1976, 1976 that my thoughts were being directed to me. And, and, uh, so, so if someone is hurt by something you may say or do, that's just something they've got to deal with, is it? I, I can't, again, I can't think of, of anything hurtful that I've said to, to anybody. It's, it, 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 I, I, I'm, you, 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 so when you, so do you never make a decision? I am going to say this, or, or you just think things and they come out. Yeah. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to trick you. I'm just trying to understand. No, yeah, that, that 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 that's the way my mind works. You know, when you originally came round here and you you did your video, and I, I told my story with the police. Do, do do you remember that? No. Yes, I do. They you, you, you they framed you for selling acid or something. No. I was in an underground car park with a girl in the West End. Oh, that story. The, oh, yeah. Um... She was, um, yeah, she was hungry. She, well, she, I, I, she, I, 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 she, she came out of a shop on the Edgware Road with a carrier bag and she looked attractive to me and I stopped the car and, and, uh, okay. and we got chatting and it, she, it turned out that she was, on on the game, but I didn't know she she, she was okay. on the game. Anyway, we end up in an underground car park and we try and do stuff and nothing works. We're sitting there chatting to each other, and the police raid the car park, flashing lights, yes. and they arrest us. The, we're sitting there chatting to each other. Okay, my trousers are around my ankles, but 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 but. but, but uh, um, Cat left. Cat and left. It, it ends up in ends up in court, in two courts. Two, two, two You're court not allowed cases. to have your penis out in yeah, car Yeah, I think it might have been the trousers thing. Yeah, but we weren't doing anything. Doesn't matter. Well, I think it would have been better if you were doing something because it would have been covered. If I was walking down the street with my um, bottom hanging out, not doing anything, I'd still get arrested. George, thank you very much indeed for a little insight there into your uh, uh, oh, penis. <laughs> line, line two, you're on the wireless. <laughs> Hello, Ian. I just want to try and reassure you about your um, uh, work cut. My what? If I can. My work cut? You know, your... You, you, you're cutting back a day. Oh, oh right. thank you. Is He's this, flexible is this, working. Is this Bill? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Bill, Bill. Hello. Yeah. Go on. I think, um, well, I, I did the same thing. Remember, I, I phoned, well, maybe you've had a lot on. I phoned up um, end of last year and... Oh, do you know what? I maybe you long term Maybe you've planted the seed. Well, it's done my mental health good. You, maybe you've planted the seed because you did... So, you, you did you quit work entirely or cut back a bit? Well, no, yeah, I quit the job and now I'm just doing um, freelance, which is basically more money so I can do kind of two days less. And you feel better? Yeah, yeah. All sorts of things have um, changed. Like, literally, like, it is... It was like a domino effect. That's not something else that I was waiting on, and all of a sudden that's come into play. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Actually, you, you might my... have. You might have been um, part of the seed of this, Bill, because I do remember that conversation. There was you, and there was a guy that I think was a teacher, and he quit and bought a camper van. Yeah, and, and, and dro- went travelling. Just went travelling. Yeah. Yeah. I think those, those two may have been the... Uh, 
may have been the catalysts? Well, as long as, you know, you... It, it will work. It'll take time, you know. You're, you're going to stress about the money, but... Yeah. Take away, obviously, the kids and that side what? of stuff. That, that Who's taking the kids away? What's this? Yeah, the ki- they, they're going to take my kids away no, if I don't... No, 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 what? no. Sorry? I mean, like, the financial aspect, obviously, that's always going to stay the same. Yep. But in regards, I find I was living way beyond my means yeah. and I wasn't happy with it. Mm. And you, you kind of realise, like, you budget yourself better and yeah. you, you, you're just happier with simple things. Well, today I sat down for the first time and did a proper budget of what I'm spending and what I'm earning. And there's a couple, couple it, it, it's pretty tight, you know, I'm, I'm not really, now I don't buy stuff, there's not really, a, there's no real luxuries in there, but I can cut back, I can get rid of Netflix, it's a tenner a month, I can get rid of the cleaner, that's 60 quid a month, you know. So there's a couple of little things. Um the uh, you've got to keep Netflix. Let's get rid of the cleaner. <laughs> I, I like, I, I You'll it. have more time to clean. I, I will have more time to clean without Netflix. I've, I think I've Don't com- keep Netflix because I really like it. No, you, why don't you pay for my I Netflix? I will. I will. You pay for my Netflix. I she actually uses, will. She doesn't use my Netflix, but if she... If I did. If she did. I'd that, miss it. That's awkward. How <laughs> many people? What is the percentage of people that actually pay for net- Netflix compared with the people that actually watch Netflix? Um, out of um, a, a p- partnership of friends, one pays. Yeah. No, but I mean, I bet it's I bet it's like a coarser... Uh, uh, I bet there are four times as many viewers of Netflix than there are yeah. subscribers uh, uh, in different households. So it's not just like I subscribe and then the kids... Yeah, and you'd the, let your mum have it as well, Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. Oh, well, 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 years ago, it used to be I had it, you had it, and my um, in-laws had it all on the same account. <laughs> that must happen all the time. Do you pay for Netflix, oh, Bill? Yeah, yeah, I pay for my Netflix and I've... Um, I used to let people log into it, but I don't now. I good. just pretend I don't have it. <laughs> oh, selfish Netflix. Hey, Bill, you're a good man, right? And we've been speaking on and off for years. Sometimes we've been singing. Yeah. You're my sister's favourite oh, yeah. caller. You're Scott... Shut up. You're Scott Balcony's favourite caller. I'm very fond of you. Kath loves you. I did until I saw the picture oh. of you and I thought that was weird. Um, but you, <laughs> you, you're a very wise man and you're a good man. And I always, always have appreciated your phone calls. Oh, I've appreciated your time, Ian. You've always, you know, you've always entertained me. And can I ask one favour? Yeah. Just for old time's sake, whatever nonsense it is you're about to say, could you sing it to us? Yeah. Do, maybe can I lighten the mood about the argument and sing about that? Please do. Oh God. All right then. There was a van, a man in a van. He tried to drive into Ian's door. Ian is a bad man and he got out. He said, what are you looking for? And the white man van said, and Ian said, I'm going to punch your face in and I'm going to flush it down the toilet. You did say that, yeah. Because I'm bigger than you. And Kath was in the car. Uh, they're not going to say that because that don't rhyme with car. Thank you very much indeed. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. So, um, some of you know this, there's a comedian called Lemmy. He's basically, he's a troll. He's an online troll. And I used to be a fan. 
And then we had, we had like a proper argument on Twitter today because he's, he's been an idiot. And what he did, what, what he said, normally I get it, right, but this really offended me. So this was Limit, ten minutes past six. At the pictures watching Sonic the Hedgehog, the voice of Sonic is shite. Oh. Characterless. It's like the voice actor wasn't up for it that day. What's wrong with that tweet? He's sending, he's sending messages when he's in the cinema. At the pictures watching Sonic the Hedgehog. What a scumbag. So I've replied, turn your effing phone off in the cinema, you PR1CK. Wow. He's replied, I won't do the accent, because it will be used against me, but I can do the accent. I just know I that. I can do the accent. Practically, um, practically empty, hunched over it, Check behind me, had the brightness down. That's not good enough. Because you can see a mobile phone from 15 rows back. That's not good enough. And he's there with his kid, so his kid will see it. Also, he did not know that he was going to need to tweet his displeasure. So that says to me, he's a repeat offender. And it makes no difference whether there are people there or not. So then I tweeted, effing PR1CK. Oh, Then he's replied, and he's in Scotland, remember this. I'll effing come down there and show you a PR1CK, mate. Oh, actually, that sounds quite romantic. <laughs> and then I just, I thought, this guy is local, I'm out of this argument. But that is that's terrible. The arrogance, he's a BAFTA winner, Scottish BAFTA. And the arrogance of someone like that, thinking that because they're a wee celebrity. Oh. Is a wee celebrity. Oh, a voice, please. Ah, it's a... Oh, he's a wee celebrity in Scotland. That that he thinks, what do you think he's Michael Jackson? Thinks he's Beyonce? Well, if he were Michael Jackson, obviously when he was alive, yeah. he would have had the cinema completely to himself. It would have been in his home. But exactly. So, I'll effing come down there and show you a PR1CK, mate. I mean, that's just messed up. Here's this very, very simple lesson, um, Limmy and anybody. Do not have a phone on in the cinema, even if the voice acting is not very good. Your kid will learn bad behaviour. People behind, even if they're a long way behind, will see it. It's arrogant, it's offensive, it's disrespectful. Imagine I'm watching, Limmy's got a new show coming out, Limmy's Homemade Show. Imagine I'm watching that and I just take a poo on my living room floor. Why would you do that? Well, it's the same, it's exactly... You haven't got a cleaner anymore, you're going to do that yourself. It's the same thing. Hmm. It's the same thing. Don't do it. <laughs> you just don't... Can I just check? We don't do that. You do not do it. Line two. You don't do it, do you, line two? Hello? You don't do it, do you, line two? Who's line two? You. Oh. <laughs> you don't do it, do you? No. Good. Sorry, I, I didn't hear what you were doing because I had the music on. I'll come down. I'll effing no, come down no, there. And no, 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 no. I just wanted to say I, I really enjoy listening to your show every night. Are you single? Yes. Do you want to get married to me? I was married for 35 years. I think I was a bit older than you. <laughs> I like old. I like old women. <laughs> I am. Um, 
I was married for thirty. Well, we were married for twenty nine years. You said thirty five a minute. You said thirty five years a minute ago. Yeah, no. What's going on? Yeah, but what I'm saying is, we're still married, but we're not divorced. Um, I lost my sight, and our marriage just crumbled. Okay. And I, I. Well, then we can just shack up together. Depression and anxiety and all that, and it ruined my life, really. <laughs> yeah, but why well, can you? Coming out the other end. I can cheer you up. <laughs> I can come and describe films to you. I can describe my body to you. <laughs> come here, then. I can make love to you. <laughs> do you do know it. where Heston is? Do I know where Heston? Heston yeah. Blumenthal? No. Heston, Heston Services? Right, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I, 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 it's not yes. too far away from not, yeah, where I Heston go. Services, actually. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. No, but honestly, kidding about. I'm not kidding. I, I would uh, never. Ki I would never kid. Say. Here's the thing. I would never kid about something as important to me as your pleasure. Oh my god. <laughs> I couldn't. I could not kid about that. Oh. That is too important to me. It's just. It's just. It's just. Oh. It's just. Well, thank, thank you. Too important. Thank. Thank you very much. Oh no! I'll be she's, saying thank she, you very no, no, much. No, she's being polite. I would. I will be saying thank you very much. <laughs> I would say thank no. you. I would say thank you very much for that last forty-five minutes in the pleasure zone. Oh my god! Oh my god! Sheila and Ian in the pleasure zone live. On talk radio. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You didn't say anything about it being broadcast. The home of Howard Hughes. I've got a broadcast. That really would be unexplained. Sheila. Everything's content. Everything is content. Oh please! And, and Sheila will be very oh content. God. I've spoke to you before. I've, I know. I remember you, Sheila. This is. I remember you. I've not been able to stop thinking about this you. This is the longest relationship he's been in. Steady. <laughs> oh my god. Sheila. I love this. I love you as well, Cass. Thank you. I love She's, you too. She but can I join not, in. No, no, no. I will not be joining we in. We can have many zatois. No. Let's have a many zatois. No, merci. We're having them for the first time ever on British radio. Oh, no, man. A many zatois with Sheila, Ian, and Catherine Boyle. I'm not, no. As all three enter the pleasure zone. I'm staying out. Should we enter? Man, I thought I had mental health problems. But yeah, man, so you, 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 listen. If if <laughs> if you if you if you haven't got mental health problems after this many's a toi, you're gonna have shed loads. I'm gonna drive you nuts. <laughs> you're gonna. I'm um, no. <laughs> I'm gonna drive no, you. No, um, no, no. Enough. Gonna drive you wild. I'm gonna drive you wild, Sheila. Wild, wild. In the pleasure zone. Spoiler. The pleasure zone does not exist. Okay. Let's go to line six, six you're on the wireless. Hello, is that me? Could be. Hello. Is that Ian, yeah? Could be. Look, this um this road rage argument you got into. Yes, yes, madam. You, you should have um you should have went for your mobile phone and got it on video record. I was you uh, know what I mean? Yeah, or I should not or I shouldn't have got involved. No, but sometimes, sometimes you've got no other choice to get involved because it comes to you, don't you? Yeah. I mean, you, you would have gladly avoided that. Yeah. But you had it happen to you. You should go for your mobile phone yeah. and get it on video record. Can I ask you your name? Because that... George. 
George, would you be interested in joining a many's a twas? What's that? It's basically where we have a great time. It'd be me, Sheila, uh, Cass. No, I'm not in it. Yes, you are. No. And you, and we just every everybody, that, that, everybody. That's a many's a catra. Many everybody's. You, the body is everybody is pleasure zone. There are no limits. Yeah, all right then. Yeah. Nice one, Georgie boy. This is great. This is not great. This is great. So we got no Sheila, me, Catherine, I'm George. Not, no. And the thing is, ev- everything, every. It's like um, it's like soft play, right? You want to have a go on everything. Uh, no, but soft play, everything's covered in someone else's snot. No, thank you. And you're allowed to have a go on everything. No. There are no rules. The only rules are, you've got to take your shoes off. I feel very sick in soft plays. No food inside. So many un- enclosed spaces. No. The pleasure zone is really taking off. I only get some stickers made. <laughs> <laughs> line, line four, you're on the wireless. They don't like it up them. They do not like it up them, Mr. Well, Menery. Well, you're not joining the many's a twas, is he? He's, he's not joining. Let's try line two. Two, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, Mr. Ian, how are you? Oh, okay. it's Jerry. You heard about the many's a twas. Jerry, you can come and get involved if you want, buddy. Why does your phone echo so? Why does your phone echo? Echo. I don't know. Go, 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 the line or go find another phone. Okay, you go and find another phone. We can take our time because we're in the pleasure zone. I don't want to be in here. We're in here. I've lost the key for that handcuff. Why do, when, what, right, here's the thing. This is, <laughs> you'll know this. When you're in an echo, Sam, you try and guess. When you're in an echoey place with kids, what is the word that kids always shout to test how echoey it is? Echo. Yes, it is! That's the weirdest thing, isn't it? They do, they do don't they? Yeah. Why do they do that? Because they get told off for swears. They constantly just go, oh, I think there's an echo. Echo! Echo, echo. <laughs> but my kids actually do the echo as well, do yeah, you? Yeah, 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 they, they do, they do, they do. Um... Line five, you're in the pleasure zone. No. I don't know. Am I in the pleasure zone? You're in the pleasure zone. Well, this is fantastic, but I did get very put off by the pleasure zone as soon as I had soft mate. Think about the germs and the bugs. Exactly. I mean, literally, and all of the kind of the scratching noses, scratching bums, and in that big ball pit. Yeah, the lost socks, the plasters that have fallen off someone's feet. No. There's only one thing that's worse than that, though, Cam. There's one thing that's worse than that. The sandpit. The fact of how much they charge you to go and play with with other kids. To, to We're not bringing kids into the pleasure zone, sir. No, 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 no. No. What on earth is going on? Let's try line eight. Eight, you're in the pleasure zone. I've got something to tell you. I've got oh. something to He's say. Doing nothing, yeah. I feel so damn sensual tonight. I'm gonna wear tights. Well, tights are the least sexy, aren't they? <laughs> Big gusset, really? If I do it for you. We've got a full switchboard. Everyone wants to join the pleasure zone. Except me. Let's go to line seven. Seven, you're in the pleasure zone. Oh, that, that's very. Uh, c- can I join the. Um, what's it called? The many's a twas? 
um, the minge de trois. Whoa! Come on! <laughs> French is a difficult language, I know, but... Also, I've lost count of how many it is, but I'm pretty sure it's not a minge de trois anymore. Let's try line six. Six, you're in the pleasure zone. Ian, this is Len, a brother of Ken. You should not be talking <laughs> about this sort of sort of thing when the Lord himself is listening. <laughs> well, God made us in his own the image. Lord, the, the Lord himself is not listening to LDC <laughs> at this time of night. Okay. Well, what can we talk about, Len? The good Lord Jesus Christ and his baby sons. Huh? What? Now that I didn't know. Doesn't surprise me, though. I've uh, heard take... of the baby Jesus, but I assumed it was the same fella. <laughs> let's talk about... Uh, let's take, take one more call before the, the news. Line four, welcome to the Pleasure Zone. Hello, yes, I'd like to put my name down for the uh, menus as well. Okie dokie. <laughs> and what's your name, madam? Ian Lee. And is this the fella that keeps stealing my life? Is this the fellow that keeps stealing my life? Idiot. Ian Lee's barred. <laughs> Ian Lee's barred from his own minis of twice. Let's try this one. Line five, you're in the pleasure zone. Hello. Hello, welcome to the pleasure zone. Have you brought your mum? I can't, you need to speak into your phone. Okay, how you doing, mate? All right? I'm all right. Where, where, were you in a different room to the telephone? I was, yeah, I'm watching the TV. Well, what are you watching on the TV? I'm watching um, Channel Five. Is there? An, is it a bluey? <laughs> nah, mate. It's um, basically when um, shows go wrong. You know, like. Um, oh, okay. Oh, I love those Why are you watching? Oh God, we've got. I've got to hit the news bang on because Sam told me off for not hitting the news bang on, and I said I'm the best at hitting the news bang on. I will always. Talk radio. Late night. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I wanna take. You for a ride to this place called the
1000 calls straight to air. Is, is, is this the, 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 the thing about this? So, unfortunately, very sadly, um, a British man has died uh, who's on that cruise, now the sixth person to have died on that cruise, from the coronavirus. And here's the thing. when I heard this news earlier today, and my first thought was, how old was he? Did he have any pre-existing conditions? Because saying a man, I'm a man, you know, it's Sam's a man. It could be any age. How old was he? Didn't he have any pre-existing conditions? And not one bulletin has mentioned it. Not one. And I had to go onto Twitter, and the only news outlet at that point, point they might have changed it, that had his age was Sky. And it wasn't the first, it was several hours after the story. But the guy was in his 70s. Which doesn't in any way reduce the tragedy, of course not, and I would not for a second suggest that it does. But it lowers the level, I think it's an important fact, it lowers the level of panic. Okay, it was an older man that has died from the coronavirus. Right, okay. Because if it had been, a, you know, a perfectly fit 36-year-old or a 48-year-old, that's that raises the concern level. And I just think we have to tread so carefully as the media, as human beings, as whatever, to just to be honest and open and, 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 and tell the facts and not scare everybody needlessly. His age is just as important yes. as it would have been if he was 18. You've yep. just got to make sure people know. Yeah. No one mentioned it. Isn't that strange? We're, and we've not been mentioning it in the news. I saw um, a friend of my dad's tweeting his holiday company today saying, I really like some advice, please. I'm 63, travelling yeah. to, I think, Italy, and I am asthmatic. Yep. Is it irresponsible of me to go? Now, this... He's a sensible bloke, and he wants yeah. to take the right kind of precautions, and he also wants to know, you know, where he stands with this thing. And that's reasonable. Unfortunately, we had someone ringing up last night, didn't we, saying that there's mass panic, and people are buying, yeah. um, the masks have run out, and all this stuff. I bet there weren't that many masks anyway. It's not like there were a million masks. But which masks? Well, exactly. Which, which outlet? Have you changed your behaviour at all? I have. I have. Um, I've, I'm washing my hands more. But I... And tomorrow, I am taking the boys to a place where there will be a lot of people. And I did think, should I? It, it crossed my mind, and I've weighed it up, and I think it'll be all right. Yeah. I think it'll be all right. So, I'm going to do that. But I'm washing my hands more. But I tend to do that whenever there's a thing, whether it's this or whether it's You're flu season or what it is. You're yeah. quite a hygienic woman. Well, I've noticed that. I also, know. you know, it's normally me that makes the food, so... yeah. I'm, I kind of always, it's second nature to me to wash my hands. Yeah, but I do, I do now. I'm washing my hands, con not constantly, but I'm washing my hands. That's all I can do, really. Mm. I mean, I, I had a Chinese the other day. I would I would sit next to a Chinese person, because it would be racist not to. I mean, obviously, you know, I wouldn't just walk into a Chinese person's house and sit on their <laughs> sofa. I would, if it was on a train. Hello, I'm sorry that I've broken <laughs> in, but I'm trying not to be racist. <laughs> um, so, but but it has... But I'm not panicking. I'm, I am mildly concerned and keeping an eye on it. That's that's it. I'm keeping... A, 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 even mildly concerned is a little bit too much. I'm, I'm keeping an eye on it. Um, and I am... In, when I hear that someone has died, I'm just checking how old... Oh, was there someone in their 70s? Okay. That's, and I'm where just, did this happen? Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm just going to... I'm just going to log uh, that. Also, how does self-isolation work? Well... For example, if someone's just come back from a place where yeah. there is um, a high level of people being reported with it. And this is the thing, right? The fact that people are being reported as cases doesn't mean that there aren't cases elsewhere. It just means that yeah. people haven't spotted it yet or it's not been recognised as but, such. But who... 
But people come home and they'll say, right, I'm not coming into work for two weeks. Yeah, but who can afford that? No one can afford that. Although, I mean, I think if you phoned your workplace and said, I've just been to somewhere where there's been coronavirus, um, can I work from home for two weeks? They'll say, yeah, sure you oh, can. Oh, you can work from home. But if, you're, if, if your job is a job where you have to be on site, you're not going to get paid for that. And how do you get food? Do you, I was genuinely was going through this in my head. Do you order Tesco delivery and get them to leave it outside? What, in a bucket of vinegar? <laughs> like they with the plague. No, you just got a bag on the window. Leave it, leave it out there. Just get the bags. I might have corona. No, 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 no. Just leave it there. But it's only if you cough or kiss or touch someone. No, it's not. It can. It survives on surfaces. Mm. That's the thing. That's it survives on surfaces. That's why these places where it's been reported, they're having a deep clean. Right. Because if I if I had it. If I had it and I coughed on this microphone... Or you coughed in your hand and then forget and put your hand yeah, on Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I coughed on the... I don't know how long the germs stay alive for. But if I... If at the end of the show, I coughed on this microphone and M Martin came and got and, and touched the microphone... It, yeah. well, please, this is serious. Martin Kellner's life is at risk here. This is not something yeah. to be joshed around with. He's, a, he's, he's an, an old man. He's an elderly man, man yeah. He's an elderly man, all right? And as much as I despise him for what he did to me and my family, I don't want him to die. Yet. I've got plans for him. But if I coughed on this and then he came and touched it or whatever, he would he would get it. It lives it lives on things. It lives on things. I don't know how long it lives on things for. So it seems like the only way really to be absolutely safe is to I don't know, wear um like a balloon. I want to be a boy in a bubble. Yeah. Um, well, no, I mean, but it's, um, it's interesting. If, if it became like an, an epidemic here, where would they put the bodies? I know the answer. I know the answer. If it became an epidemic here, mm. um, where would they put the bodies? I know the answer. Well, why are you asking me then? Because I'm up, because I want to know if you know. If it became an epidemic, right... 140,000 people could die in this country of it. Oh, my God. Where would they put the bodies? Hyde Park. Is that right? Hyde Park. Why? That was better. Because it's, it's big. Big and open. They would dispose of the bodies in Hyde Park. That's what we're dealing with here. And you're telling me not to be scared and panicked? How are you privy to this information? Um, I read it online. Uh, oh, three. Ah. <laughs> Now, you've, you're spreading fake news, apparently. Mr. MWB says, oh. I saw in the six o'clock news that it doesn't survive on surfaces. Who is this? Who is it? Well, no, no, no. Well, I'm not... Right, Let's first check of all, it. Come on. First of I all, mean... I'm not spreading fake news. This is an evolving story. Oh, so it might. Oh, we're putting that one in, are it's we? It's an evolving story. We're oh, I'm sorry. Let's be you're sure. You're not a fan of science, then. I'm, I'm a fan of facts. Yeah, exactly. But the thing is... We are, this is a brand new virus. We are learning more and more about it every single day. I think Mr. MWB is about to be uh, reported for actually spreading dangerous hate crimes. How long can the new coronavirus last on surfaces? Oh, so it can live on let's surfaces. See. Well, yeah, let, let's let me Some coronaviruses, oh my. C coronaviri? Mm, can last on surfaces for up to nine days. So kiss it, Mr. MWB. So I would like an apology, please, to me, to Catherine, 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 Catherine to the Chinese listeners, uh, well, they got two, um, and to uh, everybody, please. Thank you very much. The indeed. authors found that these coronaviruses 
can linger on surfaces for over a week, but some of them don't remain active for as long at temperatures higher than 86 degrees Fahrenheit or okay. 30 Celsius. Okay, saying a lot of numbers there, and that's, that's a real it's fact, mate. Buzzkill. I'm sorry if that's Line tiresome. one, the pleasure zone has been closed down. This is now a self... Disinfi disinfected zone. Disinfected. Quarantine Dis zone. Disinfected. We call it disinfected. disinfected. Uh, we are, welcome to the quarantine zone. I think they're looking for the place. And she cut your hair. I'm pro. <laughs> it's not so one. You see the light. It's a cold. It's a broken. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. This guy's, this guy's got it. This guy's got talent. That guy's got talent. Not quite sure what he's the talent gone. was, but yeah. he's left. One glass slipper and no contact details. Catherine. That's when, not a glass slipper, that's a marabou mule. When yes. we leave the quarantine zone in 14 days, yes. take me around to every young man's house and let me slip on this, what is it? Marabou mule. A marabou mule. Do you know what one of those is? No. Oh, they're fabulous. I've always as, wanted a pair. When we find the first person <laughs> to whom fits their foot fits this marabou mule... I will sign them on a record contract. Let's just hope, let's just hope there aren't more than one person who's got the same size foot. Otherwise, we are screwed. That's a nice shoe. We are screwed. Imagine if someone had, if someone had the same size shoe, same, same foot as Cinderella. Yeah. And he married the wrong, I'm going to say it, bird. Silly prince. What <laughs> 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 what you were going to say then. Yes, lad, one. Welcome to the quarantine zone. I love Corona. I love Corona. I think I'm Okay, we lost that gentleman. Okay, that's fine. It's, it's, it's tough out. It's tough. Hello, line two. Welcome to the quarantine zone. So, um, yes, I know it's not double bubble, so I'm going to be quick. Um... You are indeed correct, Ian. It lasts on surfaces for, they think, 23 to 24 hours. And the Hyde Park thing, I'm afraid, is not the case. It is ice rinks. That's what they use uh, for temporary mortuaries. Um, well, how would people... Oh, well, I think you're wrong, because how would people skate? I think the skating would probably be be put to one side i would have thought otherwise it could be really quite well I, I, actually the Hyde, that could be true out of london but in london it's hyde park uh yeah that would make that would probably make sense can i ask you a question the ice rinks. yeah what, what is the stuff on the floor of ice rinks well like what water or the the stuff what at the side the stuff okay. that you skate on on ice rinks what is it don't, 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 don't say what you think you're going to say, because it isn't. It's a chemical, isn't it? It's not, it's not water. It's not ice, is it? No, it's definitely not, it's definitely not 
100% water, there's something else. What on. is it I mean, that's on there? Because that ain't ice. That, if you've touched yeah. it, that, if you've eaten it, that ain't ice. Yeah, I think I have licked it, I think. As a kid, I think I fell over and licked it, yeah. I hate ice skating. It's a ridiculous idea. I mean, it's going to break everything. Yeah. But there's, like, you know, bodies around, it's more dangerous. Well, that might make it a little bit more fun, caller. Thank you. This is the poshest caller we've ever had. I'm excellent at ice skating. Like, really good. I hate it. I can't do a triple circle, but I can not fall over. It's the worst, it's the worst. Did we go ice skating? No, I really wanted to. That was it. Oh, three, four, four. <laughs> <laughs> four. No, just my dreams. Nine, nine, one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Uh, call straight to air tonight, oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number. So once again, I've been proven right on everything to do with the coronavirus. I know that People think I'm the dummy, but I do have a degree. In? It doesn't matter what it's in. Well, it doesn't No, be- it doesn't actually. What it means, having a degree, having a very highly rated de- I mean, degree... It's basically in bullshine, isn't it? ...means that you are able to listen, to learn, to pay attention, to suggest, to create, to think. It doesn't matter what the subject is. It could be um, English literature, it could be ancient Greek... Uh, it could be science, could be science. Performing arts. Could be performing arts. It doesn't matter what it's in. The fact is, I have a degree. I have letters after my name. Do you? Yeah, I've got a degree and a postgraduate diploma. So, okay, so you've got... In fact, it was joint honours, so I've got two degrees. Okay, so you've got a couple of little silly things. But my degree... distinction spoken Spanish. Is it it a BA honours, though? Is it? Yeah, joint honours. Both of them? Yeah. Joint, ah, joint honours. Yeah. Okay. Well, With a distinction. A, okay, well, mine's a BA honours. BA yeah. Hons, as we call it. Yeah. And I could put that after my name. I choose not to. Yeah, because everyone's got one. Because I'm very, very humble. Very humble guy. <clears throat> um, not everyone's got one. Sam, have you got a degree? Or BSc. I'm so sorry to hear that. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, Can they treat that now? That's mad cow disease, isn't it, Catherine, a BSc? No. Oh, dear, poor lad. Um, So I am actually very bright. What, are you an engineer or something? No. What then? I got it in radio production, funny enough. It's a science, is it? Apparently so. Oh, dear, Catherine. He's more qualified to do your job than you are, and you're doing your job, and he's doing his job, and I'm getting paid more than both of you put together. Figure that! Oh, 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Call straight to air. It can be silly, it can be light. We're out of the pleasure zone. Obviously. We're now in the quarantine zone. And I would love, I would love, I want to self isolate. I mean, it's kind of how I live my life anyway, but I want to do it for 14 uh, friggin' days. I'm tempted to. Can you say that word? Well. Flipping days, I said. I'm tempted. To go, I'm tempted to take the boys to Italy this, northern Italy this weekend. Then we just go home and I have to self-isolate with them and we play Fortnite for... A fortnight. A fortnight. A fortnight of fortnights. That's what I'm tempted to do. I did say to the kids that I was going to do that just so, and they went, yeah, but then you have to stay in the hotel. I went, what, in bed? Watching telly on my own for two weeks. That sounds awful. If I went to this hotel in Tenerife where everyone's in lockdown. Yeah. So you go there, and on the day you're about to check out, these are genuine questions. The day you're about to check out, the manager says, "Oh, I'm so sorry, you may, you may not live here." Where's he from? He's from France. 
he's part of the EU. They can travel anywhere he wants. We're not. Mm. I'm so sorry. You must not live here. You, we have heard, uh, reported case of how you say um, coronavirus, and uh, we have you must not leave. And you go, I'm leaving. Oh, Monsieur, if you look over there, and there's like the, the Tenerifean armed guard, and they got guns. You must stay. The Guardia Civil for 14 days. Uh, who pays for that? That's a good question. Well, I who mean, pays the 14 days that you're in the hotel? You. The hotel? Insurance, if you've got it, maybe. I'm guessing the government. That's the one that's compelling you to stay. The Tenerifean government? Spanish, yeah, it would be. Well, it's Tenerife I'm talking about. I'm not talking about Spain at the moment. It's Spain. Well, I'm not talking owns about Spain. Tenerife. I'm not talking about Spain. Mm. No one owns me. Ken, put your phone down! Jesus owns you, <laughs> is what he wants to say. So the, the Tenerife government would pay for your 14 days... In that hotel, that doesn't seem right to me. Or you're thinking you're paying for it? Probably am. No. Probably am paying for all these these out of work single mums. <gasps> you don't get that anymore, do you? You're probably you may be too young to remember. I remember this, when Anne. they were the single um, mums. Single mums were the go to. They'd done it to get a flat. That was yeah. the standard line. Single mums were constantly being attacked in the press. Single mums. Now it's now it's um, uh, Muslims, Polish. Immigrants. It's immigrants now. It used to be single mums. They'd done it to get a flat. Again, yeah. it's the same argument. They've done it to get a flat. Let's have a little bit of that, sir. Thank you. Now, if you've got coronavirus, I'm about to get it because I'm about to lick your rim. Oh, my your God. Like... Why are you licking that? That's mine. What are you doing? You can have that. Ian, that's disgusting. Sipping <laughs> it. It's a bit fizzy, that, isn't it, Pop? I don't know. I'm never going to touch it again. Don't be so silly. It's a fine. It's a fine, uh... It's a fine. I think, you have to, I think what you just did to that bottle means you have to marry it. I don't want it. You have that. Go on. I really don't want just it anymore. It. No. Give it a clean... I've got a handkerchief here. No, I've, I've seen your handkerchief. Even, what's that stain on it? That's coffee. No. Just use that to... Let me I feel it. like I'm being dragged into the pleasure zone by proxy. No, no, no. Let's just leave that there, shall we? Mm. We'll take it to Hyde Park. <laughs> anyway. Um, we've sold 61 tickets for Cardiff in a venue that holds 450. Yeah. So everyone will have to spread out. <sighs> March the 8th, it's a week. I'll be in Cardiff in just over a week. And I'm going to, everyone that comes, I'm going to have a go at them individually. Why? They've come. Because they didn't bring more people. They begged us to come and only 61 of them have turned up. I'm going to rollock every single person that's there. I'm going to make that their life a misery for two hours. <laughs> two hours of hell. Now we're going to be playing to an empty room. No, we won't. They'll come. Lock the door. You're not allowed to lock it, technically, but I'll tell them it's locked. And I'll roll at them. Hello, Line 3. You're on the wireless. What have we done to the world? Look what we've done. What about all the peace that you pledged your only son? Did you ever start to notice all the children dead from war? Did you ever stop to notice this crying earth is weeping short? Here we go. Well, ah. Who did you say you thought this was? Greta. Is it Greta? She's in Bristol, isn't she? It could be. Do you need help? 
Go on. I think the message is the earth needs help. Okay, okay. I enjoyed that. I did. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hi there. Um, I'm very disappointed. So? I just made... So are a lot of women these I, days. That's why you got to get my new book. I, what? My new I book. I got a new book. Is it called The Pleasure Zone? The Pleasure Zone with the Emily. Sorry, what? You did what? <clears throat> I just made 20 stickers for The Pleasure Zone. Well, um, in that case... And now I've got to alter them. You have. But also, I, I, you got to alter them because I look forward to seeing you in court for stealing our, copyright mater our copywriting, copywritten material. It's Pleasure Zone TM. Yeah. So I will see you in court. Well, well, I've just ripped them up anyway, so well, it's well, I would like to see I would like time. to see a photo of them ripped up, please. Otherwise you'll be hearing from my solicitor, who's gonna I'll be quite busy what. after tonight's events. Tell you what, I'll bring them to Cardiff on Sunday. You will do you will or week Sunday. You will I want you are like. being sued. You're being sued, young lady. Also, it's not that kind of party. Young lady? Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Very welcome. Ah, uh, I won that. I never lost a case. I've done 62 cases. I ain't never lost one. What about that one in Philly? Yeah, I didn't lose that. That guy was a jerk. See, I'd be good at, like, writing um, dramas. Yeah. American dramas. Hey, I'm the best lawyer in town. Well, uh, what, uh, there we go. All right. Hey, I'm your lawyer. I'm the best in town. What do you mean? You look like you're 25. I'm the best you can afford. Yes, man. These are great. <laughs> give me, give me some, give me, um, give me something, give me something, and I'll do it. Um, right, give me, give doctor. me, a, give me, a, right, doctor. Give, where am I? You're in um, uh, a GP surgery. And who am I talking to? Um, Ken. Now, give me something to say. No, that's your job. Well, you gotta help me. It's improvisation. Okay. So, give me something to say. Um, you've got to say that uh, he's going to have to get it in the back of the queue. You get him with sorry, sir. You You're a doctor. They don't talk like that. I'm an American doctor. Oh, okay, come on. I'm sorry, sir. You're going to have to get to the back of the queue. Now give me another job. How did I know he was a doctor? That just sounded a lot like the other threatening voices. Give me the, give me a job. <sighs> Traffic warden. And uh, give me a location. Um the street well you're so conventional and get, who am I talking to Gemma Collins and what am I saying to her she's gonna have to get in the back of the queue hey GC I just put a ticket in your car you're gonna have to get to the back of the queue I'm the best improviser around I'm the best improviser around no one improvises like me oh my god mm. This is Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Don't understand David's tweet. Dis Ian Lee displaying his masculinity because flipping Kath started to sniff the Jennies of the new silverback in town, brackets me. I fight you any day and smash your, you are, facing oh hashtag fight club. What is that about? That's grammatically incorrect. Just because I dropped him as a client from my oh, roster did you? of acts. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. Why? Um, it was very difficult to get work for him. He's a very difficult man to work with. Very arrogant man. Oh, is he? Very arrogant man. I thought that was just his stage persona. No, very arrogant man. Was turning down a lot of, a lot of good work. I got from him. Also, he owes me £250 agency fee. Uh-huh. 
Um, and if he pays that, I might consider working with him again. Um, but also, he's keen to move away from the spooky stuff. As, as, that's as, his niche. I said, that's, that's what you're famous for, son. Give the oh, people I don't what they want. want. To, I don't want to do spooky stuff anymore. If you don't mind, Kathleen. I don't want to do spooky stuff anymore. I want people, want people to know me as an artist. I'm a comedian, I'm an artist, I'm a performer. So do the spooky. I don't want to do don't ghosts anymore. Ghosts give me the willies. I That's want to be a writer, I want to be a movie star, I want to make movies. I want to tell the world singing, I want to be a singer. He said he wanted to be a singer like Jason Manford. I said, get, get out, get out of town. You can't sing. I want to make a record. I said, I'll do, I'll do a novelty record with you. I don't want to do novelty record, I want to do classical Serious. music. I want to do classical rock, he said. I want to do classical rock like Queen and ACDC, classic rock. I said, you're an idiot. So we, I'm not currently working, um, I'm not currently working with him. Oh, also, he got charged with a, um, a quite an unpleasant misdemeanor. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand calls straight to air tonight. Line one, you're on the wireless. They bottled it. They bottled it. Let's go to line two. Two, you're on the wireless. Oh, my my darling, I've hungered for your touch. A long, lonely time. This guy's great. And time goes by so slowly. And time can do so much Oh, you still more Oh, he slides up those notes, doesn't he? Oh, it's a different number every time. Oh, yes, I need your love Yes, mate. Yes, mate. That was great. It's been a different caller every time phoning up to sing, and there's some real talent out there. Or is it the same guy in a room with a lot of people? Could be with phones. Yeah, with different phones. Yeah. Why would there have to be lots of people there? Because I'm thinking uh, it's a student sitting in his um, room with all his mates and their phone. he's using their phone. Line he's... one, you're on the wireless. You're on the wireless. Yeah, got bothered for using the phone, so they couldn't use it, so they got to use the Echo phone. So why would they make a, why would they even make an Echo phone? Also, who's telling you off for using a phone? They haven't told me off, so they can't report me to management for using their own phone. Report, me Report you to management. What are they going to do? Sack you? Don't don't talk because it echoes. Well, you're talking. Yeah, I know, but my my echo is less irritating than yours. Wow. I know. I'm sorry. That's all right, Jerry. Don't you apologise? No, you apologise. You see, my yeah is irritating and mine isn't. Listen, it is. It isn't. Now, Jerry, just keep out of this, mate. I'm having a chat with my friend. Um, your echo is more annoying than mine. So why don't you just button it while I talk 
to Gerald, all right? I'm just concerned that someone is controlling his communications. Button it. I'll control your- I'm trying to control your communications. You come over here and say that. I'm trying to control your- Oh! Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, Jerry, what do you want? Oh, I think I've bruised myself. Good. I'm going to cry. What are you talking about? These freedoms are being curtailed everywhere. I've just been, just been, and it's like, it's getting more controlled by the day. I, mean, I can't do anything. I mean, my free, free, free will has been taken away from me. I'm just not having it. Not I'm, I'm struggling to hear you today, Jerry, and understand and, uh, you. He's saying his freedoms are being curtailed. Big words, uh, in the pocket knife. To me, well, no, I'm just uh, in a good place at the moment. Because I'm doing, just a people on the street, Jack, that's what it feels like. I'm sorry you feel like that, man. I'll speak to you later. All right, mate. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's, um... Oh, man. I'm, uh, that's really um, disappointing to hear that when we're in the quarantine zone anywhere. Everyone's going a little bit... If we listen, we can listen to the quarantine. This is what the quarantine zone sounds like. That's what the quarantine zone sounds like, and and it also sounds a little bit. You can just listen carefully. So we are actually in a hospital. So you can't. People going, oh, not really in a hospital. Well, we are actually. We're in the quarantine zone of a hospital, so you can get. And, and, and before people start to jump in, we are not in any way taking the Mickey out of people that have got this thing. Oh God, I have been behind their backs. I saw a fellow that had it, and I was I was um, doing fake coughing behind his back. It's hilarious. Hello, line two. You're on the wireless. Is that me? It might be. Hello? Well, it's Vic. I'm talking to Ian. You hey. might be. Mark, I am. I can, I can recognise your voice. Uh, I'm just getting on this influenza bit, this coronavirus. Uh, I've sent you a tweet because this guy's written a book. He wrote it in 2005, so it's fairly recent and it covers the recent influenza scares. But 1918, they had the Spanish flu, which there's any figure from 50 million to 75 million were killed. Yeah. Uh, but the various mutations, and it explains it really, the book's very big, but it's easy to follow. It's, it explains the technicalities. Well, I, can, I, can read, I can read big books. Yeah. I like big books, and I cannot it's lie. Big, uh, I suggest, if you want to, because coronavirus is not just influenza. But it's a mutation of different influence. Yeah, we, it's not though, is it? But I don't want to read a book. That's fair enough. Yeah. But uh, one thing it pointed out was it was killing younger people rather than <clears throat> people, older people, and that was the, uh, the paradox, if you will. But uh, if you don't want to read it. Well, why do I, I, I want to read a book about the coronavirus? Well, it's not the coronavirus. It's about the pandemic, pandemic in uh, 1918. And so, and why would I want to read about a pandemic that happened a hundred years ago? Because it's still the same. It but this, but this, but the coronavirus is killing older people, not younger people. No, well, the, the 1918 one was killing younger people eventually when it mutated 
who was killing uh, mainly very young children, or people in the 1920s but it's not, not scratching their head on But that. it's nothing to do with influenza, it's not the flu. The, the only thing they have in common is that it attacks the respiratory system. Well, that's... Um, all influenza's... Uh, it's not influenza, though. You're, you, you're, you're, you're conflating the two. Maybe I'll have to read the book again. Well, flipping it, man. Well, read the news, because we're talking about coronavirus, why not is, influenza. Why, is influen why are you talking about influenza and the coronavirus? I thought that was the same thing. No, 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 not the same. Were, uh... Yes, Catherine drank from the coat bowl that I licked out. Catherine drank from the coat bowl that I licked oh, out. God, yes, yeah. man. Oh, yes, yeah. man. I win, I win. We basically French kissed there. Ugh. If you die in a car crash tonight and they swab your mouth, my DNA's going to be in there. So I win. I win, baby. I win, baby. Explain that in the hospital as your children are stood around the bed and you're, you're on a life support machine. But why did Mummy have Ian's DNA in her mouth? Yes, I totally stitched you up, man. Totally stitched you up. You're, you're going down, baby. Now, the way I can... Am I still on the... Oh, God. Oh, I, I forgot. The... Yes, yes. The, but the, the, the thing from 1918... <laughs> I, 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 just, I, I, just, I just Googled coronavirus and they say, yes, coronavirus is flu. No. It is worse than the flu. Yeah, it's not... Right, hang on. Is but... coronavirus the... Flu. Let's have a little look. Um, and it's a, and the no, Guardian it's not. Say, yes, it is worse. Than no, 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 no. The, the, no. the Guardian says, yes, it is worse than the flu. It doesn't say, yes, it is the flu. It says, yes, it is worse than the flu. Well, it well, is okay. not. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll... It is not the flu. It's, it's, this is a viral pneumonia. Well, influenza kills most people. This is... No, no. But this isn't the flu. The virus can cause pneumonia. Right, hang on. It's not the flu. It's completely different. Forget the flu. Okay, okay. But Maybe why are you I saying that as though you don't control. believe us? Sorry? Okay. You say, you say that as though you don't believe us. Well, it's a bit of a surprise to me because okay. throughout the whole book... Here we go. Oh, okay. The book is wrong. Let me, let me read you. This is from the website. The, the book is about influenza. He, he, mentions, he mentions the SARS virus and yeah. all the rest okay. of Okay, let me read you this. Influenza, awful. the flu. Influenza, the flu, and COVID-19, the illness caused by the new coronavirus, are both infectious respiratory illnesses. Although the symptoms of COVID-19 and the flu can look similar, the two illnesses are caused by different viruses. Well, you live and learn. I'm there, there we go. And we didn't need to read a big book about it. So we've 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 learned we've learned. What am I saying? We have learned you. It doesn't feel right, but I'm going to go with it. We have learned you. We have taught you. Thank you. We, thank you, Sam. We have taught you a lesson. Line one. You're on the wireless. I know we're in the quarantine zone, but it's, we, sometimes we have a laugh in here. We sometimes we have a real laugh in here. But unfortunately, the only person that's got a boombox has got really crap tapes. Yeah, always the way. Uh, 
and the batteries keep running out. <laughs> oh, three, four, four, four. Do we do that break? Ooh, we're doing it now, baby. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Well, I've just found um, a song. The song title is quite. Do you, would you just indulge me for a second while we listen to um, the, the, just a little bit of this song? I just want to. The title intrigued me, and I just want to see. Um, exactly what's going on inside the song. Here we go. Why? Uh, adverts, adverts, adverts. Oh, I could probably do it on Spotify. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Here we go. Yo, Jerry, this club is slamming. Lou, I know exactly what you mean. Ain't no joke with all these women in here. Wait, ain't that the girl from MTV over there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's downtown Julie Brown. No, no, the one next to her, man. Oh, Paula Abdul? Oh, the one with the nice... Oh, the nice big butt? That's Janet Jackson. Oh, no, the blonde, Lou. Oh, come on, my brother. That's Madonna. The other blonde, the one from England with the big... Oh, oh but, uh, that's the fox. Yeah. Samantha Fox. All of her songs seem to be riffs from other songs. The title. It's called. But the pants stay on. Our songs have got brackets. Here we go. ahead of her time before consent was fashionable she was just having a fine backside and being in the same club as all those stars does not mean the pants come off i like samantha fox i hope she's happy now i know she's had a rough hour i know her partner died probably a few years ago now actually i heard she got married again did she get married again good for her i think good for her I like Sam Fox. Of course I like Sam Fox because I was a, a, you know, a young man when she was a page three model. So she was actually very important to my kind of sexuality and my growing up. There's no denying that. Um, and she always seemed like a nice person. I don't think I've ever met her. I don't think I've done a show with Sam Fox. She always seemed like a nice person. And, and, and you know, the whole thing of being a pin-up for men... Uh, then I don't really know what what age she realised that maybe she wasn't straight, but you know that whole thing. It's a whole thing, and then she married someone, and they're in love, and I think they were, were they on wife swap together. I think they were. Yeah. And then uh, uh, I don't know. Their the partner died. Yeah. Is she married? Is she married? Well, I heard that from a friend of hers. So oh, I, uh, oh okay, we've just broken gossip. You heard it here first. Get down, Wooten. It, it on was the phone. something. There was a celebration. I don't know whether it was a marriage. Okay, but she, she we, we she's believe, happy. I think she is in love. That's all, that's all we want. That's all we want, Sam. 
if I may call you Sam, maybe I call you Samantha, I don't know. Miss Fox. And that's all we want for you, Sam, as well. Sorry, you may have thought the whole conversation was about him. Weird up. Um, 034, we're in the quarantine zone. We will be here for another uh, two weeks. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Calls go straight to air tonight. You can find out about anything. We've had some nonsense. We've had some quite heavy stuff as well. I'm happy to talk um, about absolutely anything, really. I'm feeling very tired after tonight's drama. Got a bit of a headache. Um, you know, I'm feeling a little bit worn out, really. Hello, line one. You're on the wireless. I might be able to save you a bit of money in on Netflix. Oh. Is, right. it, is it... Are you about to tell me Sky? something legal? Yeah. Do you have Sky? No. Oh, you don't? Oh, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if, you, if you subscribe... Um, if you add the Netflix package on your oh. Sky package, you oh. get it five quid cheaper. Oh, so hang on. So I could say... So Netflix now is a tenner. I could get it for a fiver, but I'd have to spend, what, 30 quid... On Sky, so I would be, I would be saving five pounds by by costing me twenty five pounds more. Well, I thought you might have Sky no. if you're a man of the world. No, I don't. I don't. I don't really have. Um, no, I don't. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't really watch that much telly. I might miss Netflix if it was gone. Netflix is handy. Um, Kathy's set mouthing to me that she'll start paying for it. Well, that's... I don't want your Netflix. Why Why have I been paying for your Netflix for the past four years? Not four Whoa. years. Yes! Whoa! <laughs> Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Calculator. Oh! No, 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 oh, no, no. Do, 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 do. You've only just put me on it. Not true. Not... Yeah. Catherine. Because you said, oh, I'm doing cutbacks. You kicked everyone off. For, for like three months. For about three years. Get lost. You've had it for years and you know you've I had haven't. it for... You... You... Right. Except I haven't. So, 12 oh. times 4... Wow. ...equals 48 times 10. You owe me 480 pounds! Right, OK, let me start tying up what you owe me. OK. <laughs> Go on, then. <laughs> Do you remember that um, poem, No Charge? What poem? Oh, you know this one. Oh, well, the, where the got... kid tries to charge his mum. Yeah, she okay. Says, well, this the is cost a... of real love is no charge. Yeah, well, I'm not Philip Larkin, and you're not Wilfred Owen. This I know, is but real I've life. done you a lot. I've done you a lot of favours. Go on, like what? Like oh, just all the great friend Name things that, I've well, done. Well, start subtracting from this 480, or the um, bailiffs are going to come round. Start subtracting from this 480. Do you really want to go here? Yeah. All right. When I took you to your um, first NA meeting after you relapsed. Oh, God, I'm sorry. £2,000. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot that we were charging for, like, saving a friend's life. I didn't realise that that was a Well, I didn't realise we were charging for my right. pleasure. For who told you about that? <laughs> right, okay, well then let's let's add up all the sandwiches I bought you from M&S. Oh, oh! What about all the dinners I made you when you weren't cooking in that flat? Three. Oh, more than that. All right, about by the time I took you to the gaucho. <laughs> but your life, though. But your life. Yeah, which I hate my life. I'm miserable. <laughs> Sammy and I owe you more. <laughs> you owe me money. Ah, man, I lost my temper tonight, Alistair. Well, I heard you the story. Oh, but, uh, mate. Well, mate. And the shame. I'm just, I'm giving you, a, I'm giving you a virtual hug. Thank you, brother. It's still, it's still very uh, emotionally troubling when that sort of thing I'm happens. so ashamed. I've never been in the back of a cop car before, ever. I'm so ashamed. Oh. I'm so ashamed and embarrassed by it. I could have given you some tips. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I was, I, I was going to kick him in the goodies. No, it's just I feel bad for the way. I, I mean, that guy was very rude to me, but I feel bad about uh, that about how I spoke to him. I feel bad about how I spoke to that concerned citizen. Who, you know, he was a pain. Okay, but he was just he was just he was trying to help. He was trying to help, and he'd seen. He'd seen one side, and he thought he'd seen everything, so he was, you know, but he'd only seen one side, and it's just, that's not, I'm, I'm 46, it's the first time, Alistair, I've ever been, I've had a policeman say, would you come in and sit in the car with us, please, sir? Oh, God, I felt awful. Well, it's off your bucket list, though, isn't it? It is, it is, and I was just sobbing, and I wasn't sobbing because I thought I was going to get arrested, I was just sobbing because I was broken, I was in pieces. Mm. Man mm. alive. But, um... you uh, sounded... Sounded like the police were were really good with you. The police were very very good. They, it was a waste of their time, you know. It was a waste of their time, but they were very very good. They handled it brilliantly, um, and you know, I, I, the, you know, they did what they had to do, man. But I feel t I feel terrible. Oh. So ashamed. So ashamed. And you had your best mate with you as well, so that was good. Uh, yeah, yeah. But she may have made things a little bit worse at some point. <laughs> No, you I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. It was just, it was just stupid, and it was a real. It, I, it, it just, it, it just happened, and I'm sat in Kath's car waiting for the police to come, and I'm going, I just don't know how that happened. I don't know how that happened. This isn't me. This isn't me. Oh mm. man. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, anyway. We made it. Joe Joe Rabbit, by the way. Yeah. I watched um, the first ten minutes and. I mean, from I know I've heard what you and Kath have said about it, yeah. but so I mean, maybe need to give it another chance because I thought it might be sort of inappropriate and not funny. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What? So what? Do you, you bailed out. What was it? Was it Hitler? Was it funny Hitler? Yeah. yeah. And, well, yeah, and the the camp where they were training the the youngsters. Um, here's the thing you've got to remember, it's all done from the perspective of a ten-year-old. An indoctrinated ten-year-old. Right, okay. So the funny right. Hitler is, that's his invisible mate, you know, that's his uh, imaginary friend. Um, it, it may not be for you, Alistair. I can, I can understand some people, I can understand why people might get upset by it. Well, no, I mean, I only gave it ten minutes. I'll probably give it another chance when it when I would it suggest, out, but, but if, maybe if the first ten minutes, I was, I was hooked within the first 30 seconds so so maybe it's not it's very very clever and it's 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 message is um is is one of love oh well that sounds good then that's yeah. right i gotta go because i've got the news is um is coming up bang on damn um we'll take calls straight to air i can see a couple of people calling in rest your weary hands, we will come to you shortly. I promise you, dear God. I, I bless you, I bless you, and I promise you that will be the case. This is the Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10, with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Hang on a minute, I, balls up. I was listening to um, the uh, evolution of the bass lines by the Beatles and I was doing that during the news so I had the headphones out so I could listen to it um, and then I wanted to play this and I had the headphone thing. Anyway, it's in now, here we go.
together to be out front and love one another. Brothers, sisters, everybody, we better start to help each other now. We need it now. When we're sharing our love, brother, that's when you know we can shape another world. Things you're missing the, the the blazing guitar solo, so I'll do it for you. an interesting point on Twitter from Blaine Kapach. Oh. What if it's transmitted by not washing your legs? It's a good question there. It's <laughs> a good question. Dude, what, them, what do you pick up with your legs? They're telling us to wash. They're telling us to... <laughs> you know the fellow that suggested I should have had a fight in the street? Yeah. You're being called out by him again. Why were you sitting in Kath's motor, Kath's motor waiting for the old bill? If Kath was a real mate, she would have hard driven you out of there in a double-time wheel-spinning getaway, promising you, I won't let the dibble take you, Ian. <laughs> I actually did say we don't have to sit here, you know. But, of course, he wanted but to wanted dob to himself say, in. I had to talk to the police to get some great information. I had to give the police about a bank robbery and a heroin deal that was going down with a million dollars. Anyway, we like the police. I like the police. There's this thing, the Beatles' baseline evolution that I've just found. This is what I was watching. So this is how it starts. Where's Sam gone? Yeah. Yeah. What's that? What's going on? All right, so it's this. So this is just like the evolution of the Beatles' baselines. Listen, so it's... I listen to all the time. play this on the bass is very satisfying.
on drugs The Beatles getting so high on drugs There we go, let's go, let's go forward a little bit I swear to God, this is the rest of the show. It's just listening to this. Okay. 0344 is the telephone number. Call straight to air. Let's go to line two. You're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. Hi, Kev. Guten tag. Hi. Guten tag. Um, sorry, I've, I've lost my voice at the moment. Shameful. Shameful behaviour. What did you do to lose your voice? I've got a cold. Oh. I've had it uh, over a week now. Um, it and isn't, it isn't, is my it? Voice just it isn't, is it? It's not the... No, it's not. Thank God. Okay, because I would have had to cut you off no. here because we're out of the quarantine <laughs> zone uh, and we're now in the Aztec zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank um, you, Pete, for that gag, by the way. I... Sorry? That's right, I was, I, be, I was joshing. Go on, what have you got for us? I, I don't... For people like me who just got a common cold... Yeah. Because it's the type of it's the time of year that most people do get ill. Between November and February is very common. Um, and my husband, he was like, oh, "Come to the shop. What? The fresh air might help you." What? And I'm like, "No, I'll stay at home. I'm fine." But he's like, oh, "Come on, just come to the shop." So anyway, I went, and the look of just pure disgust that I get from people <laughs> for having a cough. <laughs> And the wide burst that I get. Oh, and I'm I, like, I've just got a cold. Milk it, baby. It's... Were you coughing on the carrots? No. No, I wasn't. Milk it. If people are giving um, you a wide burst because they think you got the old CV, milk it. What, in what way? Yeah, people are giving you... Use the space they're giving you. If there's a long queue in front of you, just start coughing and sneezing. They'll soon move out of the way. <laughs> That's true. Very true. <laughs> but also, um, your, your husband yeah. sounds like a right scumbag. Come on. Let's come go out. and infect everyone else. Let's go out shopping. I know you pretty don't feel well and you want to stay at home and you want to watch Netflix. Tough. Come shopping with me. You'll feel better. I don't like this guy. <laughs> he doesn't like going to the shop on his own. Well, make him go to the shop on his own. You're poorly. So is he. Yeah, he should be looking after you, Bobby. He should be looking after you. I know, right? You deserve better than that. Do I? Yes, yes, you do. My God, yes, you do. Okay, I'll, I'll let him know when he gets home. Yeah, but don't let him know that I said oh, it. Where's he gone? Somewhere on his own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's at work. Yeah, that's what he says. That's what he says. But suspicious. I'm very, very suspicious of this piece of trash. My suggestion so to you. I. My suggestion to you, young lady, is when he is when he gets back. Dump him. <laughs> um, well... Do it. I've no. thought about it. Wait till you get better, and then dump him. No, dump him now, because she's, that, that voice sounds hot, right? It doesn't even matter what she looks like. That voice sounds hot. She could she could get another guy just like that she with that could, voice. She could clean up. She could totally clean up with that voice. Could I, though? Because people might just think I'm going to kill him with... Yeah. Well, they'll either, they'll I, either I, think I you're have. hot or riddled with disease. Yeah, that's not, like, very, like, they're very contrast, those two. 
Catherine, stop biting your finger now. No, it's broken and no, I need to straighten no, it out. No, don't bite your finger now. Not your, none of your business. Uh, it is actually. My body, my choice. Yeah, yeah, exactly, but it's not your choice. Yes, it is. I have to look at that finger now. You just I licked, want it you licked my Coke bottle. Yes. So you are not allowed to have an opinion on my finger. Oh, that's how it works, is it? Yes. Bobby, I'll swap you, her, for your, no, I'll swap you for her and she can have your, your scumbag old man. He'd probably be happy with that. There we go, Bobby. He's gone. Well, losers. Losers of the world unite, is what I say. Line four, you're on the wireless. Hi, this is Chris from Van Coldplay. Hit music. On Capital. Lovely. Okay, thank you. Oh, we just lost. Let's wait for line one to come back. There Are they handing out lollies for plugs these days? Or line something? one, you're on the wireless. Echo shishy nonsense. Uh, I've got a couple of things, if you don't mind. Um, get, get to the point, get to, to the point, me. big boy. You've, you've tried to guilt trip me, haven't you? You've laid a cunning plan. Go on. I told you, I, Echo, stop. I told you I have never echo, finished the game. Echo, so what echo, is... echo. <laughs> get to the point, please, caller. <laughs> and so I told you I'm the same age as you and I've never finished the game. So what did you do? You sneakily put up on Twitch so I'd see it. You playing your stream that said the best Twitch stream download stream 2020 award goes to Ian Lee in the background you're downloading Wet Wreckfest and that reminded me I finished Wreckfest I, f I feel guilty now well you can't dirty. finish you can't Wreckfest is a driving game which I'm excellent at I've only just started it but I'm excellent at it you can't really finish it it's infinite it doesn't have a it doesn't have a point where it goes you've, well done you finished so you're a liar oh, it's, it's, the single player. You're a liar. Once you've done, once you've done all five tiers, but online it isn't. So you're uh, well, exactly. Also, there's more. There's more to play. This guy is a liar. Why have we got a liar on the phone tonight? I think you both need to it's look at your measures of success tiers. seriously. Why have we got a liar? This is a good accent. It started off with Schwarzenegger and then it became a Frenchman. Why have we got, got a liar on the phone tonight? I would like this guy to know that I think he is a piece of trash. And I do not want oh, no. to talk to him anymore, Catherine. You finished the phone call with this loser. Don't bring me into this. That's not a bad voice, Catherine. is it, Danny? Yes. I've, uh, I wonder if you could get in and do me a favour. One of my neighbours walked past my house today and he gave me a Paddington Bear-style hard stare. I wonder if he can pop man and, and sort him out for me. How much does he want? <laughs> Why a, am I intervening? I'm not, because you were... Um, well, you're, you're, you're obviously the one in charge there. I... I'm not a violent man, Danny. I don't know what you've heard. I don't know what stories you've heard, what lies you've heard. I, I read it on the Daily Star that you, you were chucking nunchucks at, at children. Well, that is actually true, but that was... that. Was, if he'd meant it, he'd have hit them. I was carrying a box of it's nunchucks outside a primary school and I slipped on some uh, dog faecal matter. Oh, That's all that happened. That's all that dirty happened. Dirty dogs. Danny, thank you. Dirty dogs. Dirty, dirty. Uh, which is the name of the band I was in, the punk band I was in in 1975. Hello, Line 3. You're on the wireless. Oh, hi there, Ian. Hello. Hello. Um, yeah, just giving you a call. Uh, you talk quite a lot tonight. So your, phone, your phone signal is breaking up. We're missing a lot oh, of words. I'm so sorry. Um, you're talking about the Beatles tonight? About the Beatles? Always talking about the Beatles. Yeah, I love them. Do you know, when I was a kid, um, I lived... I went to Scott Major Vale. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, yeah, and after school, we used to hang out at Abbey Road Studios. 
What what and year? What year? I don't want to give away your age. What year would you have done that? Well, I'm sixty-four now. All right. Will so... you still need me? Will you still feed me? <laughs> you were were you one of the Apple Scruffs then? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, I was probably about thirteen or twelve. Yes. And after school, went I went to Maidvale High School. Yeah. And after school, I think they were recording the White Album. I. Wow. And, yeah, um, used to hang outside Abbey Road and they'd come out, the four of them, and I said, what? Do you know what? I had their autographs. No. I know, I had and I um, bet your, did your dad clear it all out? Yeah, it's all gone. Of course, yeah. You've got, you've got something signed by all four yeah, Beatles. He pays the mortgage off. Because it was silly girl stuff. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you know what? I had the Magical Mystery Tour. Yeah. And I had uh, each one of them in each corner in red felt tip. No! Yeah. That would pay the mortgage off and buy you a nice holiday now. Flipping heck, mate! <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, I just thought, just thought I'd reminisce. Oh! So how many times How many times did you see them then? Uh, um, well, in my memory about... Well, it was every evening after school. <laughs> We, I love it! I love it! I'm so jealous. We, to, we, we also used to hang out 7 Cavendish Avenue, which was Paul McCartney's, McCartney's house place, at the yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But we did never see them then. Right. Uh, but outside Abbey Road, they'd come... And the four of them were the nicest people. They never took advantage of... I mean, probably I was 12 or 13 and there was like a whole bunch of us. Yeah. Not one of them would ever take advantage of us. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I bet that, yeah. Who was the nicest to you? Well, I loved Paul. Right, right. <laughs> and Paul, and Paul were... in 1968 was a beautiful, beautiful man as well. Oh, my God. Wouldn't he? Yes. He, 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 got rid, he got rid of the tash. His hair, he, was, he, was, yeah. he was putting on a little bit of puppy fat and he looked great. Oh my God, he was lovely. They were all so lovely. They would, they would so generously, you know, talk to us and Isn't give us their autographs. It was so nice. Oh wow! Have you got any of that stuff left, or is it all gone? Nothing. It's all gone. <sighs> but the memories, the memories. I don't. I've got the memories, and I tell my grandchildren, and they go, "What?" Yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm honestly, I could, uh, uh, stories from people that met the Beatles in the 60s, ah, oh, man, I, I could listen to it or not, I love it, I absolutely love it. Oh. What was your name? Donna. Donna, Donna, so nice to talk to you, thank you so much for that, I really appreciate it. Oh, no, that's lovely, I listen to you as, as often as I can, and um, I want to come and see you when you were up in the, rap, uh, up in, um, where are Putney. Weren't you? We were in Putney before Christmas, yeah. Yeah, and my son was living in Putney, and I said, let's go see Ian Lee. And he said, oh, he had something else on a Christmas oh, do or something, so, so we couldn't go, but, um, yeah, I'll come up and meet you. We're going to do, we'll get another show booked in for, um, for Putney yeah. at some point. It'd be nice to meet you. Yeah, we're we're yeah. going to go back there, because it was such a yeah, great it's place. it's a nice venue, it's mm -hmm. a nice venue. Was it? Yeah, yeah it's great, you'll beautiful. like it. I, I love listening to you, in, and can I just say one thing? Yeah, go on. The other person, and you're going to hate this so much, but I like, what's his name? Steve. 
Steve Allen. Thanks very much for your call, Donna. You're never coming to any of my shows. You're a scumbag. I'm joking. It's nice to talk to you. Thank you for sharing those Beatles stories. I love it. I love it. We did we do that? We didn't do that break, did we? I love anyone who's got stories, even if it's like a brief one of, of meeting the Beatles in the 60s. It has to be in the 60s. I just sit there in awe and go, wow. Well, because it makes like a fairy tale real. Yeah. The Beatles are a fairy tale. But then you've got someone like, because I was 12 and after school we just go and stand outside Abbey Road and they all came out and signed a record in felt tip. Of course it'd be felt tip. She was a 12 year Oh, man. Oh, I love it. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I like them. They're good. They're really good. The Beatles to me, because the way my parents were about the Beatles, and they're the same age as Donna, feel like Monty Python did. The Beatles are older than Donna. No, but I'm saying that my parents are the same age as Donna. Your parents weren't in the Beatles, were they? No, but listen to what I'm thinking. Well, you have to say it. Let me then. Well, you start making sense. Shush, 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 shush. You're smoking a bit of the wacky-backy. Go on, try again. For me... The Beatles, because of the way my parents were about them, yes, are like my mum and dad's mates that I were never they? met. I like them. Which ones? Uh, Trevor Jean. Can I meet Trevor Jean? Yeah, you'd love him. Just get Trevor Jean on the show now. Phone them up. Oh, they'll be in bed now. Okay, but so Trevor Jean were in the Beatles. No, that's so not what I said. With this, but they feel like. They, f- what, physically, you touch them and it feels like Paul McCartney and Ringo Stars. It feels like the Beatles. Heaven! Mm. Good song. That's not Do the Beatles. Do you know Beatles, what I'd though. really like? That's not the Beatles, feels to like. To be heaven. able to. I don't know who sang that. Express myself. Who sang that song? Feels like heaven! Who sang that? It's a good song. Was it the Beatles? I'm thinking of Candy Flip. Feels like heaven! 80s. The 80s were good, weren't they? Great band, so many hits. Um, let's name some of the hits from the, uh, the by Who's the eighties. Huh? Who's hits? The eighties. Um, uh, Gold. Mm. Rio. Yeah. Um, Prince Charming. Yeah. The eighties had so many hits. At least three. Um, Enola you, Gay. Oh, we don't. That's not fair, mate. It's not fair. Enola did not want to be outed, but. Um, the 80s outed her as a gay. Um, um, so you, so your, your parents didn't like the Beatles then? My parents really loved the Beatles. That's a shame. What? They were so good. Why would they not like them? Are you... Is this on? What's going on? Hmm? Are you okay? Did your parents have sex with the Beatles? Yes what, or no? It's what, a very what, simple question. What, you know, day, what day is it to you, Ian? They had sex to the Beatles. What does this say? They had sex with two of the Beatles. What are you talking about? Your dad had sex with two of the Beatles? Are we in the same room? Wow. That is a revelation. And I don't think I believe you. Although John Lennon, as we know, quite likely had some form of relationship with Brian Epstein. So him having some form of relationship with your dad is not strictly off the cards. It it would be, age-wise, yeah, it would. Okay. Okay. But I think the others were pretty straight. Although, if you shove enough um, bugle up your bugle, enough marching powder up your nose, anything goes. Anything goes. That's from me and my girl, which was not the Beatles. 
How did we get here? I well, I was. I know how I got here. Yeah. Here comes the sun. Exactly. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Thanks for that, Kath. Uh, um, little diversion there. Um, what have you? What have you got? You must have a story for us. Yeah. Mysterious stench in Pennsylvania. That was my nickname at school. <laughs> a mysterious stench once again struck part. Have you been in Delaware County, Pennsylvania? I was, I'm not allowed to go there for legal reasons, mm. and it's it's to do with a haunting. Oh. A haunting melody. It's to do with a haunting melody that I uh, was it wrote. Feels like heaven. It was that. It was that, and I'm banned from Delaware County, Wisconsin. As a result, no Pennsylvania. The smell has recently been reported in towns across the county, including Glen Holden, Tinicum, and Tinicum, Tinicum, oh, Tinicum, Tinicum, and Upper Derby, just outside the Upper Derby. Does she know about this? I mean, I like Victoria, but wow, just outside of Philadelphia. While nobody knows what the elusive smell is, someone knows he who smelt it. There's a smell in Luton, isn't there? Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, I do. <laughs> we got about three weeks' worth of programmes we out did. of that smell. There was a smell in Luton. A mystery smell. Except we could never find it, almost as if it didn't actually exist. We'd send really, Justin out and he couldn't find it. It's really hard to see a smell, isn't it? Yeah. While no one knows what the elusive smell is or where it's coming from, residents have denied who supplied it. <laughs> Okay, well, that's okay. It's like a sulfur, smoky, Glen Olden resident Terry Pelham told KYWTV. As soon as I got out of the car, I could smell it. It was overwhelming, resident Di Diana Delaney said. I was afraid of smoke. I was like, where is this coming from? I literally thought the gas man had broken. Oh, no, the gas main. Gas <laughs> Not the gas man. That would be terrible. Another Gladolden resident, Michael Skimansky, speculated it could be coming from the nearby creek or from sewage. He's just guessing. <laughs> Delaware County residents reported the smell wafting in and out of neighbourhoods over the last several months. A lot of people say wafting, and I say wafting. Do you say wafting? I say I used to say wafting, and now I say wafting. Mm. Wafting, I think, is the correct pronunciation. Waft. Yeah. Waft. Waft. Uh, last October, the smell shut down several Which of businesses. If Jonathan Ross were at sea, he'd be desperate for a waft. Well, he'd call it a waft. Yeah. This smell shut raft. down se several businesses. Call it a raft. I call it a raft. Yeah, he'd be desperate for one because he cannot say his R's and he'd be drowning. Yeah, but he's still from London. Mm. So he'd say waft. What's he doing in the sea then? Very rich man. Yeah, he can go wherever he wants. Murder. Oh. There's been a murder of Jonathan Ross. <laughs> Who's murdered? I got some bad news. Jonathan Ross has been murdered. He's found his body's washed up on the shore. We've got to find out who's responsible for this. Ian Lee seemed to know a lot about it. Before it happened. Like six months before it happened. It wasn't me. Someone, I've got idiots listening to the show and they did it. They acted on it. I didn't do it. They'll hear it on a podcast after the fact and think it's evidence. Yeah, exactly. And it was the same night I was questioned by the police. The police entered me into their computer to search me and they took a DNA sample from my pee-pee. No, Is they didn't. <laughs> Is that normal? They took a swab, but with their tongues. Stop. Is that normal? Stop it. No, I'm joking. The police were the police were actually spot, spot on. on. They were spot on. They were very, very lovely people. Let's go back to this story about Jonathan Ross being washed up on a beach. This is horrific. The smell shut down several businesses and a school in Chester. I'm imagining Chester in in yeah. uh, Pennsylvania, not actual here in Chester, because yeah. that it will be some potent pong before striking in Brookhaven in December. 
Fox 29 Philadelphia reported at the time. All these news outlets loving the smell story. Yeah. The most recent stench is consistent with past reports, according to officials, but investigators still can't find the source. We couldn't find that one in Newton, could we? No, no one was owning up. No. Tim Boyce, Director of Emergency Tim Services. Boyce. Tim Boyce. Boyce. Called it the, the whodunit factor when speaking to the Philadelphia Inquiry last month. The challenge we're up against when you're on the ground level is the wind can be blowing in different directions depending on where you are, Boyce said. By the time someone gets to where the report came from, it might not smell anymore. This is true. Mm. Investigators have been looking at local industrial facilities. They need to sniff them. And pipelines in the area, but have yet to find the culprit, the paper reported at the time. There is an odour investigation task force, however. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the OITF. Which is a collaboration of agencies from Pennsylvania, New Jersey and Delaware, and they're helping with the investigation. <laughs> wow. You, what is there's a town, isn't there, in America? There's a few. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. No, there's a town, isn't there, where there's a, a fire raging underneath it and it has been for about 60 years oh in fact i think the town might have been abandoned now because it was too hot, hot. it's true there was um it's like a coal mine an abandoned coal mine under this and it's town a blaze. and it's on fire and they can't put it out but maybe the town is still there i can't remember I remember watching a program about it it's a uh oh go on centralia are you talking about in pennsylvania that'd be it yeah no, that's that's the place where kids can go and like do grown up jobs for a day, isn't it? Kids Zania. Kids Zania. Sorry. Sorry. Centralia Centralia is a borough and near ghost town in Columbia County, Pennsylvania, United States. Its population has dwindled from more than a thousand residents in nineteen eighty to sixty three by nineteen ninety to only five in twenty seventeen. A result of the coal mine fire which has been burning beneath the borough since nineteen sixty two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Those five people really are clinging on. They're like that guy who refused to sell his farm when they were building the motorway. But why would you move? Because it's a fire underneath your house. But it's still, it's safe. Is it though? Why do they not just flood it? I mean, is that really dumb? You just, you just get like a flood big the hose. Mine shaft. You get a big hose that fills the door and then you just pump, you just pump water. But then wouldn't the whole thing collapse? No, water would keep it up. Water would support it. But, but if it's burning coal, mm. well, that will then it would crumble. Yeah, and then wet coal, yeah, would sink into itself. So exactly. So you've got to put the fire out. All right, foam. That foam that solidifies. Okay, but then because then it will support everything. Mm. That's that essentially though is pollution though, isn't it? What putting Wait, foam under the ground? The whole thing's on fire. Think of the carbon footprint. What? The carbon footprint. Uh. Really run out of steam, haven't we, guys? Really. Calls have dried up. We've had George ring in for the last 20 minutes. I've been ignoring it. It was written that way. Yeah, it was written that way. That's why. I, I can't That's remember. a weird philosophy, though, isn't it? That whatever I say is, is not out of my control. It's a cop-out. Yeah. Although there are some psychologists that believe that to be the case. Speak to Will Storr about that. There are some that think we do not have free will. That everything, we are, that we are controlled by another force. But changing your mind could be part of the plan. 
but you can't change your mind. You think you've changed your mind after. Yeah. The, so something has happened, and you go, "Oh yeah, I meant I, I I was yeah I decided to do A over B because." Oh yeah, you tell you you tell yourself a story about why you did a certain. Yeah. Thing. But what I'm talking about is there with George. He just goes with the flow all the time because he thinks everything is out of his control. But what if changing that was part of the plan? If everything is out of our control, we cannot grow as human beings. Mm. We cannot develop. We cannot live. Um, what's going on there? What's all this? What's all this? Um, yeah, we cannot... We cannot change. No. But also we have no responsibility for our impact on other people's lives. I wonder what Line 1 has to say about this. Hello, Line 1. Oh, they bottled it. They battled it. What was going on with Line 1 there? Um... What I'm saying is it seems like a convenient excuse for not taking responsibility for your actions. Yeah. What's this? This, this could be good. This could be good. Jaya, Jaya, Govinda, Jaya, Jaya. Um, what, what, oh, yeah, hello, Lime One. Hello, it's only me. It's sweet bit of Beatles synchronicity. I, I lost your program for half an hour. I got a call from a an old friend of mine, he lives in America nowadays, and uh, he used to su su supply cocaine and dope to Ringo and George Harrison. He used to supply and drugs I to Ringo and George? Yeah. Beautiful. And uh, I, I came back to your program and you were talking about the Beatles and drugs. It was, it was just really... <laughs> Really, so Maybe so. Maybe there is something in this nonsense. Nah. <laughs> How do you mean nah? Um, NAH. Here's the thing: when you take drugs, as I have done. Particularly um, weed or the psychedelics, not so much the uh, well, maybe no, not so much the cocaine, the weed and the psychedelics and the ecstasies. Uh, you notice coincidences everywhere. But that doesn't make that doesn't mean that they're any more spiritual or that they're happening more often. Just your brain is a bit more programmed to join the dots. Um, well, again, I don't believe in coincidence. No, of course not. Of course not. And and uh, uh, it's it just it takes me back to to. The only time I lied on the radio, the only, only time I've told a lie. Go on. It, now we're talking. All, all, sorry? Now we're talking. Go on. In, in all the years that I've been speaking on radio, was talking to Mike Dickin 
and they were talking about aliens and what have you. And I, I made out that I was in communication with a, alien Oh, you've told us this. Yeah, and and uh, I say it, it, it's it's the only time I've lied. Okay, the thank you very much indeed. That's uh, something. That's if you missed that, you can hear that on BBC London in about an hour. <laughs> yeah. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, hello, Ian. Hello, Cass. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Unfortunately. Oh, oh. What you can hear me, or you can't. Pardon. Can you hear me? Unfortunately. You're about. <laughs> oh, you're an ass. Hello. Hello. Oh, really? Don't do that. We're I saying hello. That. You said hello. You said hello and I said hello back. You were making me think that you couldn't hear me. Pardon? <laughs> what do you want for crying out loud? <laughs> no, I don't even know what I fucked you up about. Well, would you remember, call us back and speak more clearly. And stop shouting. This is Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yeah, Polanski's a weird one, isn't he? He's just trending at the moment. He's, oh, um, what uh, now? No, 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 he's a... Um, oh. Oh, hang on a minute. They, oh, hang on a second. This is quite exciting. This is quite exciting. It's, um, there's, a, there's an awards ceremony. Adele Hainel, excuse me for connecting, uh, pronouncing these names wrong, and Celine Siama left the Caesar 2020 Awards in the middle of the show because they awarded a rapist, Polanski, for best director. Make no mistake, this isn't earned. It's retribution for them being so vocal about that sick guy in France. So this is, this is, uh, oh, hang on a minute, let's get rid of, it's a little bit uh, too much. Um, th and there is no doubt, we, we can say quite freely, there is no doubt that he is a rapist. Oh, yeah, there's no sound on this, okay. Um, okay, it's a woman walking out of an awards, and I think she's flipping him the bird. Um, good. Madame la Présidente d'honneur, Madame Sandrine Kiberlin. He's up for 12 awards there for that new film, uh, Jacques. Here's the thing. He's won it. He's, he's won Best Director of France's Oscars. He said Oscars. he wasn't going to go, though, didn't he? I don't think he I don't know. I don't know anything about it. He is a great director. He is a great director. Made some great films. Made some turkeys, made some great films. He drugged and raped, anally raped, it's the last time I'll say that phrase, a 13-year-old child in, I think it was either Jack Nicholson's place or, I think it was Jack Nicholson's place or Art Garfunkel's. I think it was Jack Nicholson. Um, and that's a fact. That's a fact. That's why he will never go back to the United States because there is still a warrant for his arrest. And it, it, Roman Polanski is quite often cited by people on the right as to the hypocrisy of people on the left, in the the people on the left call out certain paedophiles and sexual offenders, but will still support Roman Polanski. Well, I, I well, I, I don't. I, I think what he did was was awful. Um, well, of course, I'm saying that. Of course, it was awful. It was horrendous. Um, so I don't support him. 
at all. It's 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 an odd. It's such an odd thing that he has never gone back to face justice mm. when we know it happened. He settled out of court and then missed payment. Right, right, okay. It's incredible, isn't it? I mean, it's 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 incredible, and it's one of those things. I I you know that th- th- it seems no contest to me. Go back, go back. I watched a film about it once, actually, a documentary that went into detail. Um, anyway, the, the detail of the court case, uh, 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 at least. Um, call straight to air until Martin Kellner comes in. Line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, sorry, line one, you're on the wireless now. Yeah, you're okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know, yeah, but... Uh, he's, yep. he's- talking about something else now. Oh, he's not. He's talking about whatever you want to talk about. You'll just talk to him and he'll follow. (laughs) Where you go, he will follow. Anyway, he knows me anyway, but I don't swear anymore. Okay, don't swear, otherwise he's going to cut you off, right? No, no. Your helmet. All right, I'll put you through to him now. I'm an helmet. I know you're an helmet. God bless you, though. God loves a trier, don't he? Go on. God loves a trier, don't he? Why don't... Switch switch radio off. Switch radio off. Shut up, your helmet. Switch radio off and I'll put you through to him. God loves a trier, doesn't he? Switch radio off, lad. Switch it off. Switch it off, lad. I'll put you through to... You ready to go through to him now? Yeah, but he's just putting me head off. All right, go on. He's a knob, isn't he? Yeah, he's he, a knobhead. He if you try to steal his shelf. Oh, if you... <laughs> hey, tr- tr- tell me about it. I've got to make the idiot tea and massage his feet. I have to massage his feet. Oh. You know on the news on? got to massage his feet. Got to massage his feet and his feet stink. God loves a try, though, doesn't he? Oh, mine. Not as smelly as mine. Oh, I will do massage yours. I've got to massage his and my balls. I'll put you through... What's your name, caller? Michael, I'll put you through right. now. I'll put you through now. Lance gonna go dead, uh, Michael. Then he's gonna talk to. You. Right. Don't take, don't, don't take no shit from him, Michael. He's got right. He's nearly got done by the coppers tonight. So don't take nothing from him. Right, you give it as oh, good as you can, and we're all rooting for you, lad. Don't swear though, because he'll cut you off. All right, and Lance gonna go silent in five, four, three. Oh, I'm getting nervous now. <laughs> go on. Let's go to Michael. Michael, good evening, Michael. Uh, What's happening, Ian? Well, you better not be swearing, Michael. <laughs> you remember me, don't I you? do remember you swearing, Michael, I call you when I talk about you to my mum. Uh, well, I stopped listening to the car radio for um, about 18 months. Were you in prison? I've turned... No, well, no. <laughs> you hesitated there almost uh, as if, I don't know, you'd no, been I in prison. On then and you were talking about, like, Beatles and drugs and all But you this. like you like me, don't you? Yeah, but I feel not around. But you like, and you, you like the sh- you like the show, don't you? You like me. Uh, yeah, obviously I learn. I learn you don't. You don't think. Can I ask you a question, Michael? You don't think I'm a knobhead, do you? No. Good. All right. Good. Positive. You like the centre of attention. That's all right. Yeah, but I'm not a knobhead, am I? No. Good. Okay, guys, that's a check. All right. All right, Michael. Knobhead. Um. But, like, I was listening there, I said, I oh, they're just doing Beatles and drugs and this, that, the other, and cocaine and all that, and I thought, well, let's see if anyone's got an opinion on how did they, like, make any, um, like, make any music and anything like that, because when you're on cocaine, you just sit there and, like, yeah, 
Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, and I and I have to preface this with saying, you know, drugs nearly killed me. Drugs ruined my life. They've ruined relationships. They've nearly bankrupted me. Exactly. But, but. Um, there is, it, it could be argued, I'm not necessarily put, uh, it could be argued that there is a tipping point with cocaine where it can not, I don't think cocaine can make you creative, but it can certainly make you work. Yeah. And there, is, like a, there is a tipping point where that work turns into self-indulgence and looking at pornography. For example, the entire oh. first Crosby, Stills, Nash album, all the, nearly all the instruments are played by Stephen Stills, who um, yeah. would, would stay up all night doing cocaine and record track after track after track, and then Na- Nash and Crosby would come in the morning, and Stephen would be there wired, but he would have finished four songs. So it, it could well. be argued... That there is, yeah. you know, it gets you, it I've, gets you to where you I've need to go. But it's a terrible drug. Anything, I've never got anything out of cocaine. No, it's not. It, I never, I I've, never got anything useful out of it. Yeah, I just stay in bed out for three days and I'd away after it. You know what I mean? But yes. when I've had LSD, when I've had LSD, I've seen the world from another side, and I've worked it all out. But I only ever took one oh. thing out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. only one thing stick, stuck with me. I'm not sure since I was seventeen years old. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, here's the thing, right? It's it's a real it's a real tough one because I I I being completely honest, I have had some great experiences on drugs. Most of my experiences on drugs were horrendous, and like I say, it nearly killed me several times, and it, and 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 it ended. You know, it was a lot of it was awful, but we have had some amazing art throughout the centuries. The have been generally inspired, not often is the art done when you're on the, but inspired by drugs, absinthe and LSD and weed and, and opium and all these, go on Kath, you're going to say something. Well I was going to say the great romantic poets, yeah. people, you know, French poets, well, Baudelaire, that kind of yeah. people, Van Gogh for heaven's sake. Yeah. I've never, I've never heroin ever in my life. Okay, well there you go, <laughs> I think you've done enough. No, never, no, never, you know what I mean? And no. Like, I learned off watching people die in the gutter and when I was... There you go. And that's, and that's the thing. And that's... That, Michael, we're gonna, thank you. That's, that's the thing. You know, drugs do, do, can often lead to madness and death and, and, and brain damage and all these kind of things. But it has to... You, so much art throughout the centuries has been created, generally inspired by... It's hard to write... It's hard to record a song when you're tripping. But inspired by experiences that have happened on, on mood-altering substances. Here's a thought, though. Those people, those artists that wanted to open their yes. mind, that yep. wanted to see life from a different perspective and so tried and dabbled, yep. right? They were already open to seeing life from a different perspective. Yeah. So did it just... Is it just the... I don't know. Is it just um, magnifying something that was already there? They were already creative well, people, curious people. I was incredulous when I was hanging out with Andy Partridge from XTC and he told me he had never taken LSD or smoked weed. He was a Valium addict, but he had never taken LSD or smoked weed. And you listen to his music, it's very psychedelic. The thing about LSD is it is unlike any other drug. And it does, you know, it's a cliche, but it changes your perception. I'm a different person. I'm a different person part in part 
because of some LSD trips I took at college. I genuinely think it changed my outlook. It changed my, it just changed so much. You, you don't come back from that the same. And, and, and it's really impossible to explain. It's, it's impossible to explain. You know when you see, you know when you watch films, like films about the 60s and they show like people tripping and stuff? It's nothing like that. Mm. It's nothing like that. It's nothing, you can't put it into words what it's like. Um, and I only did it four or five times and you know and i'm certainly not in any way encouraging people to do it but if you are if you are an artist right here we go i'm getting there if you are an artist whatever that means like movies or music or sculpture or painting or whatever if you're an artist and your job is to present interpretations of the world in yeah. whichever art form you choose I think taking LSD makes you see the world differently particularly while you're tripping but then afterwards you see things differently and that if you're that will inspire your present your observations of the world in your art form I think does that make some sort of sense yeah or is that trippy bollocks I don't know it might be trippy bollocks because the thing is if you're already of that that way inclined then you're looking for difference you're looking to but I cannot express enough yeah. how different LSD is. You do coke, you're wired, and that's it. Well, this is it, right? Co so, cocaine, we talk about rumours. Yeah. Would it have been a better album if they were all Most on something else? Because uh, coke's not massively helpful, no, is it? not really. Apart but from, as you say, for um, productivity to a certain extent. If you get that balance right, you can. But coke is a very much up... Everything is realer. Everything is realer and more solid, and I'm focused, and I'm there, and I'm there, and I'm, you know, it's about, um, weed is a relaxant. Um, uh, ecstasy, you know, is, I, you just feel good and you feel full of love. There's a little visual, but I feel good and I feel full of love. But LSD. Yeah, the music wasn't that good, though, was it? Oh, the music was shit, but you think it's <laughs> great. But LSD, everything is different. Mm. It, I, and I cannot put into words how different everything is. Is you know the fact that I'm waving my arms like this, you could then go, wow, that feels amazing. And I know it sounds stupid, but you could then spend an hour just waving your arm, going, whoa. And then you think, my God, I've just spent an hour waving my arms. That's stupid. I cannot put into words how different everything is. Nothing is the same, and you come back slightly, slightly changed, mm. or, or you don't come back. Like you know, there, it's not completely risk-free. You look at someone like Sid Barrett or Peter Green. Oh, there's plenty of disco of damage out there. Totally. Isn't there? Totally. Um, I don't know. I hope it doesn't sound like I'm proselytizing about drugs. I'm not. I'm just trying to be honest. And this is one of the issues that we have, I think, in, in Britain today, is that there is, it's very hard to be, to hear people talking honestly about drug experience. That's why Miranda Sawyer's book, Out of Time, was so good, because it's the first time I'd ever read anyone who wasn't a junkie mm. talking about doing drugs recreationally and the, the effect it had on her and I think that if we talked more honestly about drugs it gets rid of some of the mystery and some of the oh the naughtiness about it you go well actually it does this this and this to me um and these are the good bits because there's good bits these are the lousy bits and these are the risks that the kind of unknowns right then what you do with that information is entirely up to you. But to do this thing, all, all, all drugs are bad. Well, they're not. Well, it just means that people are put in danger because they don't talk about it. Yeah, e exactly. Because if you're that way inclined, you can do it. Yeah, exactly. Let's, um, let's go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, I keep going to the wrong thing. Hello, line one. How are you doing, bro? I was just talking to you. You cut me off. Uh, he cut you off. Did he cut you off? 
Nobbit. Yeah. He's a nobbit. I hate that guy. He's a nobbit. Yeah. God loves to try, though, doesn't he? All right, we'll have to move on. He's, he's been a nobbit tonight. Oh, it's all right. I'm all in. Is that up, Paul? Hello, mate. Hello. Hello. I talk to him once. Hello. I'll, okay, I'll put you through now. Hey, you. Don't make it bad. Take a sad song. Gotta make it better. Remember. To let her into your heart And you can start To make it better Carry on Oh We could have gone on all night, Paul McCartney does I was enjoying that uh, Line two, you're on the wireless Hiya um, Let's see the world from a different perspective When the sun sets At the moment For the next oh, few days at least yeah. Above it, you'll see Venus, yes. a really bright sort of looking star. Yeah. But once that sets, and Neptune's a little bit to the left, all the planets are the other side of the Earth. Ooh. The nearest thing to us is Sirius, which you see in the south, just, just to the left of Orion's belt. That is very serious, isn't it? But it's something to show the little ones. When the, where, where the sun sets... Yeah. Above where the sun sets, when it gets dark, there'll be a bright star. Yeah. That's Venus. I know. My youngest phoned me up last week, or the a couple of weeks ago, to tell me about it. He said, have a look at the moon, because you could see it next to the moon. Well, that was two days ago. I know there was a, there was a couple, or maybe it was Uranus. I don't know. Just something to think about. Thank you very much I indeed, I can't Mark. stop thinking about it. You, mm. I, I can't stop thinking about um, Uranus. Uranus yeah. That's not fitting of you, Ian. I went Uranus. to the Sir William Herschel Grammar School. Herschel, of course, discovered Uranus. Uranus, surely. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. How are you doing? You are right? I'm fine, yourself? I'm all right. I'm good, all right. Good. tired. Yeah, yeah. What, what have you got on tonight's show? Well, you always ask me that, and it's always oh, very difficult I thought that's answer. what you came in for. No, I have come in just to see you, really, oh, okay. and uh, to oh, see if you make any cheap jokes about Uranus. Arthur Smith? Yes, Arthur Smith, the uh, well-known gravel voice comedian. We're yep. giving his book away on uh, how old Cary Grant, our uh, world-famous quiz. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're all going to die, uh, obviously. Heck, Martin. Yeah. Bummer. Well, it's true, though, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and maybe sooner than we think. Um, not because of uh, coronavirus, oh. but because coronavirus is going to crash the world's economy. Oh. Therefore, we won't be able, won't be able to afford to Here's the thing I don't eat. get about, like, the money, is that the, the the, the stock market has crashed because the people that work there are worried that the coronavirus might crash yeah. the stock market. It's ridiculous, isn't it? I didn't You're absolutely it. right. Well, it's nonsense, isn't it? It's all it all works on confidence. Yeah. And, you know, all you need is a load of people. You've seen it's a wonderful life. Yeah. You just need to, a load of people to say, "Well, my money's going to be worth." We'll nothing. find out what they're going to oh, say. Oh, sorry, sorry. You're welcome. Radio. <laughs>